I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Well, speaking of not giving a fuck, apparently this Sonic movie doesn't give a fuck that it just beat the shit out of Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. That's the shit I like the, to see. We say, like, like the Pikachu movie's not bad. Like no, the Pikachu- was like, oh, it fucking beat the Detective Pikachu. I was like, did you guys not like Detective Pikachu? Is that what it was? Or now that you have something that's marginally better, you're like, fuck that shit. Let's get it out of here. <laughs> is that what it is? Is that how the kids think? I don't. I don't think that's what it is. I what I believe that it is is that I saw the the Sonic the Hedgehog movie today. And I have not finished the Detective Pikachu movie, so I can't really say anything on that. But I think it's like this strange thing where more adults are going to go see this movie independently rather than taking their kids to go see it. You know what I mean? Because like Detective Pikachu is arguably a good movie to go see by yourself, hands down. But when my friends told me about when they went to go see it, they said that, you know, it was a lot of mixed crowd families and shit like that. And that's that that could just be their experience. But when I went to go see this movie today, I want to say 5% of the population in that movie theater was kids under the age of seven. There was probably about 15% of them between the ages of eight and 15. The rest were like older teens and adults. Yeah. Because this movies like this are made for like Pokemon's more accessible to the younger crowd. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Sonic Sonic's not really unless you have parents or older brothers and sisters that kind of like show you Sonic games or like all that. They don't. Ha- Sonic doesn't have a game on the mobile on mobile as big as Pokemon Go that kids are playing. Yeah, I whenever people talk about Sonic, it's usually like older kids if they are. Inside Gaming did a piece on it where it's like Sonic has like this weird um, generational all the time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a really good example of yeah. you know how shit was working. It. Yeah. So there's like this generational gap where you have like the classic gamers and then you have the adventure series and then you have like the the modern Sonic equivalent to it. Um it's just a lot more people that play Sonic, in my opinion, are grouped up between the 16 to 31 age group. And that's that's a relatively large age group, but it also matters because that's an age group where they have money. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. Pokemon transcends all generations, but I do see a lot more people, you know, taking their kids with them. So... And there's one more thing that I want to add to this because of the numbers. Sonic the Hedgehog came out during a four-week or four-day weekend. They are counting, um, I think, Veterans Day. Not Veterans Day. um, President's President's Day. Um, And that's why it's expected to exceed $70 million over the course of the four-day weekend. Whereas when Detective Pikachu came out, I'm pretty sure that was only a three-day weekend. So it's, it's kind of like cheesing the numbers. Sonic is getting an extra day, but it doesn't stop the fact that it's it's doing really well for a video game based movie. Well, Detective Pikachu also didn't have a controversy around it either. That is one hundred percent true. Because when it came out, lot. everyone was just like, "This looks great." Most people were yeah. like, "It looks great." Yeah, 
but this had a huge controversy around it, and everyone's like, I know people that are like, I have, to, I just have to go see it. Like, I have to know. Yeah. I have to know. Yeah. So. A lot of people. I, I personally haven't seen it yet. I plan on seeing it this week. You should go see it. It's it's a good movie. I'm, I'm going I'm to get into my week with that one. Um, it's a good movie. It's a flawed movie, but it's still, like, surprisingly delightful. Um the the overarching story with in as few words as possible is that Sonic is forced to leave his home world, so to say, comes to ours um, and is like kind of being that that creepy guy that always wants to like hang out with everybody, but nobody knows he's there for like the first. 15, 20 minutes of the movie. And he admires like everyone who lives in Green Hill, Montana or Green mm-hmm. Hills, Montana. Um, and he, it's, it's really like feeding on the whole thing. Like Sonic has been alone for a very long time and he wants to start interacting with people. And then once, you know, in the trailer, that giant Sonic boom that takes place, that EMP pulse, as they say, um, takes place at the baseball field. Then you see Dr. Robotnik coming in. Then you see the army trying to track him down. And that's where the movie really gains traction. Right. Um, ben Schwartz uh, is a great Sonic. I think that he's probably better than Craig Smith. Um, James Marsden did pretty good. Uh, a lot of people compare Jim Carrey's Dr. Robotnik to Ace Ventura. A lot of people are like trying to make that callback to like the way that he acted. I'm, I heard he kind of stole the show a little bit. Um, I can, I can see how people might say that. I still think that the more important um, story or the more important narrative is still between Sonic and Tom, mm. or you know Ben and James Marson. Um, I think that they do really, really well together. I think that they're a very strong duo as far as, you know, what the movie is. It's it's cheesy. It's a cheesy kids movie, but it wasn't right. like cringeworthy. It was still really really good. I was a little underwhelmed with Jim Carrey's performance, but keep in mind I've also never seen like Ace Ventura. I have nothing to oh, go and yeah. base it on. So I am I'm like the odd man out when I say that. He's still a good Dr. Robotnik. Or he's still a good villain, I should say. But mm. when I think of Dr. Robotnik, he wasn't embodying the things that I expect him to embody. Uh, certain character traits, certain way that he talks, until the end. Everyone's saying until the end. Until the end. What? Like, yeah. you hear the changes in the voice inflection and the, uh, the, 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 the crazy talk start coming out. At the end of the movie, and because it's not a Sonic movie, it's an it's a Robotnik origin story. <laughs> I think it's shared. I think that in the very beginning of the movie, they do a really good job of setting the pace of where Sonic comes from. Mm. Um, to be honest, I think one of my favorite parts of the film is that first ten minutes where Sonic is talking about where he came from and why he left in the first place. I'm not going to spoil who it is that comes running after him. I will describe Mm -hmm. them as like these fucking Zulu warriors with spears and arrows. And they come in and do like an assassination attempt. And it's fucking dope. Like there's parts of the movie where I'm just like, 
There's a kids movie. There's a kids. Movie? You just killed that bitch. There's a kids movie. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's good and it's a good baseline, and they've set it up for a sequel, um, really, really well. I think that there are some glaring issues. One, the CGI um, is a little fucked up. There will be times where I'm looking at Sonic's nose and it looks a little bit polygon-wise. It's not fully mm -hmm. fleshed out. Certain shots of Sonic uh, in like these dynamic poses are a little blurry, not really detailed out. Because Sonic, for the most part, is very fleshed out. Um, almost to the point where there's too much polish and you can tell like he's CG. Like that... That um yeah. that one scene where he's running up back to the truck and he's got the fish on the head. Like the fish is outright CGI. And like yeah. you can tell. Um there's other scenes where he'll be interacting with certain items and you can tell that it's not a real, you know, item. item. And you compare that to the CG that you see in like a Marvel film, and you can tell yeah. the difference. So I mean it's it's alright. Um also as as much as Ben did a really good job being Sonic, I think that he was poorly mixed. If you watch Detective Pikachu, there'll be times where Pikachu will be talking from a distance or Pikachu will be talking from inside the ring where he's about to fight the Charizard and shit like that. And it sounds like you're hearing him from a distance. In this movie, Ben is constantly like in this Just narrator always there like he'll be he'll like the scene where he jumps out of the truck and blows up that that large egg carrier um it sounds like he's in a recording booth the entire time just like right up on your shit there's no distance nah. there's no playing around and making it sound realistic um other than that it's it's a modern take with sonic trying to appeal to a younger generation. Uh, I can confirm the floss is real and it oh, happens God. more than once. But you know what? I may I am not intentionally the demographic for this. I'm just the hardcore fan. And they put in a lot of fan service for the hardcore fan. And I do appreciate that. Uh, overall, without really spoiling anything, I think that the movie is a solid seven, if anything. Uh maybe you could argue it being an eight, but I think you it's... Think, uh, you think this movie might set the bar for video game movies now? Well, I think Have that... they set the bar pretty high? I think that Detective Pikachu is really the one that set that bar. Um, when Detective Pikachu came out, it pretty much said, this is what the new standard is, and Sonic tried to reach that... Uh, echelon and I think it fell short but it just slipped it wasn't like a monumentous fuck up it's still a good movie but there are there are issues if you're paying attention and that's right. just where I'm going to leave it cool maybe we'll finally get a Mario and Lu or Mario and Luigi movie <laughs> uh, it's going to lead up to the Super Smash Brothers movie that's what it's going to it's, it's going to have to be something Nintendo can't look at this and be like well I mean Nintendo has Pikachu and Pokemon and all that stuff too, so it's like whatever. Yeah, but they'll be like they'll see this. They're like, well, now we gotta we gotta not retort, but we have to 
you know, reply to the Sonic movie with something of our own. Right. I'm fine with a fucking live action Star Fox movie as long as that one artist is doing all the artists. Uh, Absolutely. That because that stuff is amazing. Are we, are we talking about a Fox in Space? No, no, no. This else? is the one. Of, Fox in Space is a whole different thing. But uh, did you not see the the guy on Twitter? His name is I can't remember what his name is, but he did all the like realistic Star Fox characters, and everyone was like, "Yo, why can't we not get a live action movie of all these characters for Star Fox? Because Star Fox would work. Star Fox could totally work. Oh, as a absolutely. Movie. But there, uh, let me see if I can find him on Twitter real quick because he was actually all about the Sonic movie too. You're also not but. talking about the uh, the official Nintendo little cartoon short that they came out in support of Star Fox Zero, right? That's still that would work too. No, this is a guy on Twitter. His name is Raf uh, Raf Grissetti, and uh, he did he actually did the picture of the. He said, "Now that the Sonic movie was a success, now it's time for the Nintendo Cinematic Universe." And he did like a Smash kind of like picture. I'll send you his Twitter real quick. Okay. And he did. If you scroll down a little ways, you'll see like his OG Star Fox stuff. I mean, since we're talking about movies too, and I know you're about to go into your week, uh, they revealed that uh, Robert Pattinson Batman reveal. Oh, did you see the the live action stuff? I did. Yeah. I did. I did. <laughs> well, you no, can see okay. like it, so it, those Star Fox characters look fucking great. Yeah, that yeah, is a those frightening Sonic. Oh yeah, even like a lot of the other ones are frightening too, but. Yeah, the Star Fox guys, and then Star Wolf too. He looks. Yeah, he looks. He looks fucking dope. But did you see the Robert Pattinson uh, Batman reveal? No, I didn't. Uh, Let me see if I can find it. It's on his Twitter as well. He had retweeted it. It's a very like. It's not a long shot at all, and people are already giving it shit. Like this is cosplay. This isn't. You know, this isn't. Well, that's because they still live in the world where Robert Pattinson was doing Twilight. And I don't think they've ever given him a pass beyond that. That's a picture, but there's a 30-second video that shows it. You can't really say anything by just looking at that. And no, I mean, in the video, it shows, like, off of his chest piece, and then it comes up to his face. But people are just going in on him, being like, this is garbage. They're like, this is our Batman, and they're showing ba- uh, Ben Affleck. I'm like, what? <laughs> really? <laughs> Get the no, fuck out of here. I agree with you that everyone's like, they still give Robert Pattinson shit about the Twilight movies. And if you've ever watched a movie with Robert Pattinson in it, he's a really good actor. Yeah, no, he is. Like, like he was in the movie The Lighthouse that I want to see. Actor. Is that There's a movie called The Lighthouse that, that I want to see that's with him and Willem Dafoe. Yo, and he looks real good. No, I'm going to send this to you. He looks dope in this. That legit looks like fucking Batman. Is that it? Everyone. Oh, no, that's a Photoshop. <laughs> okay, well, fuck me. That's a hardcore <laughs> Photoshop. <laughs> it's so good I couldn't tell. That's not even a picture. That's like a painting. <laughs> it's so good that's I not couldn't a, <laughs> Whatever. That's, you got to make that the, the podcast picture now. <laughs> so everyone knows what the fuck is this about. I thought they were talking about Sonic. Oh, no, if you scroll down in this same link, the Batman camera test, that's the picture I sent you. Is in that video. Is this it or is this Photoshop? I don't know, dude. Just watch the video. That's the, <laughs> all of that shit is Photoshop because it hasn't been you know brought out yet. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, I'm looking at it right now. That first one you sent me that says the Batman camera test. That's the video that I saw that shows uh, 
like shows him off, and it doesn't even show him that much. No, it's just the chest plate. But I was like, okay, so I started. I I saw it, and someone had like Twitter was going ham, hey, man. They're like, this is bullshit and all this. I'm like, I just don't like the internet anymore, man. Um, look, he is a good actor. That's just all I'm wanting to say. He's a good actor. I think he deserves a shot. Yeah, that's definitely Photoshop now that I look at the, the chest plate. I feel <laughs> fucking dumb. And yeah. so is the bottom one. The bottom one's also Photoshop. Um, you mean the two you sent me that were Photoshop, like I told you? <laughs> whatever. I don't, I don't give a shit. Uh, I don't know. I think what would be cool is that eventually they put Robert Pattinson against um, whoever did Joker. I forget his name. Joaquin uh, Phoenix? No. No, this is I don't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it is him. Oh, yeah, well, Joaquin Phoenix did I, that. Yeah, because his name starts with a J, and I was expecting the J to come out. And Joaquin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't don't. Mind I don't. Me. Uh, I'm just an uncultured be, piece of shit. If we want to be honest, I don't. They're probably gonna bring that Joker in. I I I would like them to not do anything with Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, but leave it as a Joker movie. I would not like to see him fighting against Batman and all that other stuff. I think it would be uh, interesting if they they will, if they kept it like the mood really, really dark, like keep it as hardcore as the first Joker was keep, make it that psychological horror. I think that that might work out even though like Joaquin Phoenix isn't an action star. At least I haven't seen him in an action role. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen the Joker movie yet, but can you look at that Joker movie and picture a Batman being somewhere in that? If it's the killing joke, then yes. I mean, maybe, but... If they were to do the killing joke, I think that would be a really good, like, way to end, like, the Joker saga. I don't know. I still need to watch that. I'm behind on all my... I'm I'm behind on movies and anime out the ass. I mean, we we have two series that we have to talk about which we haven't even talked about yet we keep on talking about it but it's fine we'll oh get there. yeah we'll get there eventually all right so what happened in your week uh Besides i did Sonic movie. i bit i did a bit i got a new mixer this is the zenix q1202 usb um the the last two weeks or three weeks i've been having difficulty with the uh interface I was coming in really hard with the peaking, and because I'm so used to having to be that distance away from my deep mic, throat your mic, pretty much, and it was necessary when I was using the AT2020 and the interface because I have shit that goes around in this room. The laundry room is right next door. Tiff is watching TV as we speak, um, and I just I don't like being balls deep right up against my face when it comes to the mic. I want it to be at a distance. And the interface has been helping with that. This is the first time I've been using it. Um, I think so far it sounds fine. After I do the editing, I'll definitely find out if it's fucked up. And if not... fine on my end. Well, if, if, it, if it's fine, then I just leave it as is. If not, I have options. I have little knobs to turn. I don't know what these knobs yeah, necessarily do. It looks do. like you have about 74 knobs there to turn. <laughs> uh, only only one line matters. So, like, I have four slots uh, here. So when my imaginary friends come over and they bring their imaginary mics, I can fuck around with each of their individual dials, and we can just go from there. You know? We can finally – maybe 
maybe next year we'll finally do the podcast in the same room like we were going to try and do this year. Exactly. We, exactly. we legit can do it this time. Because I'm actually it. thinking about doing the upgrade to a condenser mic as well. Because I like that because you probably have levels to where you can – cancel out your background noise and everything with that condenser can't you so a lot of it comes down to gain um and volume levels and volume controls but i can also fuck with like the lows mids and highs uh what i would say is that i can totally see the difference between using an interface and using a mixer with audacity um i always felt that the noise reduction option when using the interface was kind of like shit it wasn't really doing a whole lot now I hear the fucking difference. Now when I'm <laughs> when I'm recording right now, it does come in a little bit louder, but when I apply that noise reduction, it cuts everything out with the mixer. And then keeps yours. It keeps my shit. So I'm I'm fairly confident that this is going to work out well for me. Um cool. Yeah, it's cool shit. Uh Sonic movie Anthem. I tried playing Anthem. Without me? I said, look, don't get mad at me because I ended up not playing. Oh, I'm not mad that you played <laughs> Anthem without me. <laughs> um, it, it didn't fucking work. I tried downloading patch <laughs> 1.62, and there is, like, not even a gigabyte. There's, like, this 700 megabyte file size that, that won't download? will not download. I've tried deleting the game. I've tried reinstalling it, deleting the fucking patch try reapplying it it will not fucking download and you can't play the game solo you can't play the game by itself <laughs> so as far as the playstation 4 is concerned i am not getting on which means if i want to play the stupid fucking game i have to get it on xbox or i have to get it on pc and right now i don't give a shit like so i want ten dollars <laughs> i'm out ten dollars i'm out six dollars i'm out six dollars which is not that bad um, I could have gotten a Starlink, which now just went back up to like fucking forty, sixty dollars. But yeah. instead, I bought fucking. I've Anthem. got thirteen. <laughs> but now I have fucking Anthem, and it's no better than a fucking like extreme frisbee. It's a cup holder <laughs> or a, a coaster. Coaster. That's it is what a it coaster. Is, yeah. it, it, I'm legit going to do that now. I don't know how good of a coaster it's going to be because I have a hole right in the fucking center and just water is going well, to pull. Well, be careful because we have a news story that if it, if Anthem ends up pulling a Final Fantasy fourteen, you might want to keep that Anthem game. You know, we that may be a possibility, but as the You'll way just buy it again, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll just end up buying it, or they'll probably come out with new packaging. And they'll call it like Anthem 2.0 or the next generation or some sort of tie-in that's similar to Star Wars or Star Trek or what the fuck ever. They'll call it Anthem yeah. Next. Um, I'll just buy that. Anthem Reborn. Yeah. <laughs> A Realm Report. Yeah. That's what uh, you titled the articles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whatever. Um, I have been playing a lot of Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Can you read it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no i always fuck it up i'm not good at tongue twisters i'm not good at speaking but that is a good ass game that is a surprisingly good ass game oh uh, no i meant you can't read it because it's in japanese oh oh yeah i forgot about that <laughs> i wasn't talking about your speaking this time no okay so this is actually like the story of what ended up happening with me buying it 
Grand Blue. I'm, I keep on. I'm afraid Fantasy of versus. Uh, GBFV. I'm going to say that. GBFV. Oh, yeah, sure. That's much easier. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> GBFV <laughs> doesn't come out in the States until March 3rd, but it came out in early February in Japan. Uh, and I've been watching this and I'm like, yo, that fucking fire dude, that dude, Percival. No. Oh, no, Percival. Yeah. So Lancelot is the ice guy. But Percival looks like a fucking beast, and I want to play him. And I got so, like, I spent, like, three days just watching Twitch streamers play the game. And I'm like, yo, this game looks dope. And I kept on, like, arguing with myself because buying it on Play Asia, you're paying international costs. So, one, mm-hmm. the game is already more expensive because inflation. Two, uh, you have to pay the international shipping. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to go ahead and buy it. And I buy the Asia region version of GBFV. It has English because Hong Kong speakers do speak some English. Uh, I mean, it also has Korean and some other shit too. Uh, I didn't get the express uh, shipping. So by the time that game comes, it'll already be out in the US. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I, I don't give a shit about my fucking finances. Let me go buy it again with the express shipping. Uh, I wasn't paying attention, and I bought the Japanese-only version, and now I have to learn the Hongo <laughs> because I don't understand what the fuck is going on. I mean, I I get it now. Um, That's what I messaged you. I yeah. said, you better learn the Hongo, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, I That Google Translate app where you just hold the phone up and it translates, yeah. that is garbage oh is it it is so garbage like so scotty was wrong scotty is super wrong. like you can get the gist of what's being said but no no i like <laughs> no the thing is is that there's an rpg mode in this game like there's a side-scrolling beat-em-up aspect to this game and the i can't judge that translation i can't trust that I have to go, like, watch a sister video of all the cutscenes before I go, like, hacking and slashing. Which, it's kind of basic. It reminds me a lot of, have you ever played Guilty Gear Judgment for the PSP? No, not the, I have it, but I don't think I ever actually played it. So, Guilty Gear Judgment is split between two games. It has Judgment, which is a side-scrolling beat-em-up, which is okay. It's not the greatest in the world, but it also has uh, Accent, not Accent Core. It has um, the Midnight Carnival, which is the reason why you ultimately buy it. Um, It reminds me a bit of that. It's not anything really robust. It's... They've got like the uh, the shortcut button to do like the special attacks when you're doing the side scrolling. It's okay. Um, the game itself, though, um, first off, the characters are really well designed. Uh, I've got some of my favorites. Low Wayne's the best character. Yo, I don't Lo- care. I-, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched as much as you have about Grand Blue, but. Uh, the videos I've seen have all been about Lil Wayne yeah, and Lil the Wayne stupid shit that get, he can do. fucking dumb. Lil Wayne <laughs> is the stupidest fucking character I have ever seen. So, His wind pose is the best. <laughs> it's all three of them going like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fucking dumb. Like, okay, so Lil Wayne kind of fights. I would say that he's kind of like the, the, the artificer, but he's, he's a thief. Like I've never seen the anime. I don't know. I've never played like the mobile game. I don't know looks what. Looks like these he's a chef are. or something like that. No, he, he looks like he's like a techie guy because one of his uh, mm. uh, specials 
is um, he sends like this little drone out drone thing. And depending on like whether you're hitting low, medium or high, it'll like shoot a laser. It'll like try to punch you or it'll shoot missiles out of its chest. And they're female. So they're coming out of their tits. It's great. Um, uh, Loane's just the stupidest fucking character. He'll send his brothers out to go do stupid shit. Uh, He has mad zoning capabilities and then sounds like the jacko of this game yeah i would say that it's kind of the jack not as campy as jacko uh he definitely does have to get in there a little bit but his Mm -hmm. his regular special is his two brothers come out of nowhere and they pick him up they pick him up he's on it and he's just like coming (laughs) coming in on you and it's you have this man tower this man pyramid <laughs> coming after you and like the it's stupid they take up their hitbox is, box is huge you can't really hurt them you just have to like weather the storm and when you thought it couldn't get worse it does because he brings in this big titty waifu goddess as his yeah. <laughs> ultimate uh special and she does like these rock pillars that come in like close range she summons like this bolt of lightning mid screen uh, she's got fucking lasers. She's impervious to damage. And she lasts like a good five, ten seconds. And you just have to like survive. But you don't. Because fuck you. <laughs> so whenever you play against Loane, the goal is keep those combos going and kill him before he pops up. Like I think her name is like Yoko or some stupid shit. But before he pops off the goddess. Because once the goddess is out there, you are fucked. You are you are done. <laughs> there is nothing that you can do. Like day one patch should have been nerf that bitch. Not Lowane. Not oh, Lowane. Just her. Just her. Cause she is fucking dumb. Like, wait until we play this game. Wait until I get like some people to play this game, because they're gonna learn. Okay? <laughs> they're gonna fucking learn. Um Jesus Christ. But no, Percival. Percival's got the best design in the entire in the entire game so far. Um, he's, he's he's all about charging his fire orbs and stuff. Yeah, so I thought that he was going to be a rushdown. He is not a rushdown. He is a mid-range mm-hmm. fighter. Um, that doesn't mean that he doesn't have close-range combos. He's got really good, strong combos. He's a little bit on the slow side, but like it's all about keeping that distance, maybe playing a little bit of keep away and keeping yourself charged. And you have to make sure he's he's not a top-tier player. He's not a top tier character at all. He's like mid to high tier, but he's not competing with uh, uh, Charletta. He's not competing. He's kind of can compete with Catalina. Uh, those two characters are very fast. Uh, Catalina can range pretty good. He's definitely not keeping up with Loane. Loane, you have to get fucking in there and kill that bitch. It's not happening. <laughs> Catalina, Catalina. Catalina and Lancelot. Lancelot uses is kind of like a mix between Kai Kisuke and Ship Zenith. Um, he's very fast. He's got like ninja disappearances. He's got substitution jutsus. He can run up the side of the wall and just fuck your shit up. Um, Catalina is like your standard swords user, very similar to Kai. Um, I mean, they're they're cool. They're, they're decent characters. I think Catalina is probably better. Um, the gameplay itself, it is a very s- simple and clean, grounded gameplay. Um, it is, I don't want to say it's a slow game, but it's a very basic game. 
So there are auto combos, but they only do up to three hits. It's not like Marvel vs. Capcom or playing uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. It's not like you constantly hit the square button and you do like a fucking 16-hit combo. Mm-hmm. Um, in this game, it's it's all about, you know, one, two, three, do a special, see what can chain into that, do another three-hit combo and see what can chain into that. Um, and then the way that they split up the attacks because there's not really like, here's my here's my 5L or here's my 5M, here's my standing M, my standing mid-attack. There's not like, if you know the notation, like your 6M, there's no difference. If I, do, if I hit forward and medium attack, it's no difference from hitting standing. It's no different difference from hitting back. Uh, it's all about like, are you crouching? Are you standing? Are you jumping? However, there is a difference between close attacks and far attacks. So with, when I'm close, I pop off a combo. If I'm far away, I'm doing a poke. So there's a lot of neutral game Distance. footsies going on. It's all about like, who gets the first poke? Who gets the first knockdown? And can you rush in and finish the job? It's 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 slow. Like when you're when you watch high level gameplay, there are longer matches. Um, it's right. it's a slow game. But that said, it's it's good. Um, they've got they've got this weird thing, which I I think it's cool because they're trying to feed into the whole RPG aesthetic. But all of your input commands have cooldowns. So if what? yeah. All of your input commands are... So if I th- throw out a fireball, that has a cooldown. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's w- That's weird. It is weird. So first off, going into like the, the controller layout, the one of the weird things that I've noticed is that, one, they have a button dedicated to just your input command shortcuts. So if I throw out a fireball, if I... It's kind of like Smash. If I hold mm. the the input command button, like your special button, I can throw it neutral fireball. If I hold forward, I might do a, an anti-air, like ground, vi- not a ground viper, but like a volcanic viper or a, uh, mm-hmm. a shoryuken. Um, if I'm holding back, I might do a riot stomp or, you know, do something that's kind of like an evasive maneuver. If I hold down, I might do a charge. You know what I mean? Gotcha, yeah. Um, now, when you do that input command, your cooldown is longer. So they do recommend that you do the actual inputs because the cooldown for that is quick. So if I shoot out a fireball, it'll be like a half second for that cooldown to go off unless I do an EX. So whenever you do a input command with H or heavy attacks, there'll Mm -hmm. be like a two to three second delay before you can use it again, which is a big deal when you're in combat. So certain combos like it's you want to throw out the EX rather than throwing out the the medium attack because you're trying to get that knockdown you're trying to angle them in a certain way so you can continue your combo so it's it's management of your essentially of your meters um there's no canceling like there's no meter canceling so you know how in uh guilty gear you're able to give up 50 percent of your attention to do another move do a roaming cancel not not here that meter is specifically for specials so it's a little bit disappointing. Okay. It's not a whole lot of speed in there, but it's it's a fun game. Also, first anime game I've ever played that had a dedicated guard button. 
Like you a could dedicated what guard button. So you know how in NRS. So you know how in uh, NRS games you can't hold back to guard. Yeah, you got to hold a button. You have to hold Bl- a button. button to block. They give you both options in this game. That's pretty cool. It's it's not bad. Like they're like for me, I always hold back to guard. But yeah, so do I. your guard button can also be a dodge. So there's either a standing parry. Or there's a forward dodge that you can make. So if I hold guard button and back, your character will like dodge out the way. If I oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's it gives you like options for movement. I do feel that it's a little bit limited when it comes to actual combat. You have to. It's one of those cases where it's the opposite of Guilty Gear. In Guilty Gear, you have options on options on options your forward slash is different from your standing slash is different from your long range slash is different from your crouching slash like you have different moves and you're doing all these different inputs to get pull off whatever your combo is in this because you're so limited you really have to think like for me like i have to overthink okay should i go in low or go in high should i go in for the (laughs) jump what if they're expecting that you know what i mean your mix-up games the the mix-up game in gbfz gbfc in uh grand blue is Just say grand blue <laughs> <laughs> you don't your, have to say the whole name <laughs> your your mix-ups in this game are limited i don't really see that much of a mix-up game because you can't combo standing to crouching you can combo right. crouching the standing uh, you can combo jumping to standing, but everything pretty much ends with standing, going into an input command, going into a special. But still, that game is fun. <laughs> that game is fun as shit. It's gorgeous. The music's good. Um, there's new characters already coming out, I think, in March. They've got four of the five characters announced. They've got a big titty uh, katana wielder. That's cool. So you bike in. <laughs> yeah, essentially. You got your bike in. That sword is way too big for her, though. It's kind of like a... A giant ass no dachi. You're such a goddamn weeb. <laughs> I don't even like like anime. I like anime fighters. Like weeb isn't like an anime. Weeb is like in Japanese culture. I don't even care that much about Japanese culture that much. I just love their fighting games and their hentai. That's it. Yeah, that makes you a weeb. <laughs> okay, fine, whatever. I'm a fucking weeb. I don't whatever. Um. I posted an article this past week about Sonic Freedom. That was a game that I've been following since 2016, 2017. It's a fan game. Um, When it first came out, I thought it was a little rough. I thought it was kind of like, you know, whatever. The only really cool thing about it was that they were, like, the the design was based off of the Sonic CD animation. Yeah, that's what you were telling me. That was the thing that set it apart since then. That game is planning on coming out in uh, 2020. Complete revamp. They completely changed the the stages, the overall design. It still is uh, Sonic CD animation, but it's so much smoother. It's so much faster. Uh, it looks great. So I'm excited for that. I'm pulling up the video right now. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a good fucking. It looks like a good fucking game. I'd like to get a hand, my hands on a demo. See if uh, they can entertain that for Megavisions. Is it just going to be on like PC? Oh wow, that yeah, looks real good. Yeah, I wouldn't even say that's not the that's that's Sonic Mania uh, cartoon it's, style. It's a mix between Sonic Mania. So I would argue that 
Sonic Mania's design is derived from Sonic CD's animation. They are very similar, while Mania is a lot more polished and a lot more updated. Um, right. You know, Sonic CD still had that dynamic pose style. And you can kind what of... What the fuck is this? He's doing like a, a mid-air yes. jump, de- like jump yes. spin? So there's no homing attack. Instead, it's like a double jump, but it's like a double spin dash jump type shit. It's cool. Ooh. I think it looks fucking it dope. And once you, it, from what it looks like, once you hit somebody, you can execute it again because he does a chain all the way going up. So, Dude, the the spinning spin dash uh, move on the ground animation looks beautiful. Yeah, no, because it's game, the figure eight running. The game looks gorgeous. The game looks fucking dope as shit. So, is, is there a demo available right now? I'm I'm gonna reach out to the guy and see if Mega Visions can get a copy. And that way, I want to play this in Mega Visions. Looks can great. Get a copy. That's that's really cool though. Like that looks so good. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just watching this. Like it's a four. I'm not gonna sit here for four minutes and watch this, but that looks really, really good. I've been watching some Guilty Gear streams um, from like the developers. That game is looking a lot better. I'm is it? I'm not like really as worried. I've watched some high level play. We watched the one of the like the best Potemkin player in the world play that game. We watched one of the best souls play the game. Um, a good Kai, a good Chip. Chip runs up the fucking wall. Like, I know I was talking about how Lancelot <laughs> was, like, running up the wall. It was really more of, like, jumping to the wall and then doing some super shit. No. Fucking Chip ran up the goddamn wall and then fucking comboed Potemkin up higher and higher and higher and higher. <laughs> stupid. Stupid fucking shit. Beautiful. Stupid jank bullshit. You can He's the best president we've ever had. <laughs> you can Roman cancel out of a fucking command grab. That's disgusting. That is the <laughs> nastiest shit I've fucking seen. You can't jump on Potemkin because he just grabs you always. You do a jump and it's like, no, bitch, you're mine. And then he executes like this. I don't know if it's a special or if that's just like his command grab, but he goes all the way up into fucking space. Literally. <laughs> like... Like, I fucking the stratosphere right there and then comes down and does, like, 60% damage on you. It's fucking stupid. It's a high damage game. That game is fucking dumb. But the combo game in that, like, fuck what everyone else was saying. Yeah, there's no Gatling, but I'm seeing some of the nastiest jank shit with Soul. Just his mix-up game is fucking stupid. He comboed somebody, threw them on the other side of the wall, did some input command, and just fucking levitated to his bitch ass and fucking riot stomped that bitch. It's amazing. I love that game. That game is going to be fucking dumb. I was about to say, you don't even know if you love the game. No, yet. no, I love that game. I love it. Max, I was watching one of Max's streams. He said that it reminds him a lot more of um, two, uh, X2. Of X2? Yeah, oh, yeah, like, take away everything from what you know about Xard and just think that you're playing X2 and take away Gatling. And that's what he says. It's a, it's a lot more similar to that. So okay. I love X2. I personally like X2 better than I like Xard, but that's like a personal thing. Uh, right. I know a lot of people like Xard. A lot of people came in on Xard. They might be disappointed, but nonetheless, that game looks fucking stupid. 
Jesus, it just like, yells out the counter. Yeah. <laughs> it, like zooms no. in. <laughs> Yo, that counter hit game. The zoom ins on this is ridiculous. Stupid. That dynamic that dynamic camera is fucking dumb. Like, you're gonna know when you fucked up. When you drop a combo and someone counter hits you, you're done. You were done. You're gonna feel like a fucking moron. And when they KO, it's like do that like they had it in XR where the camera would spin and like watch you from all angles. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. this is just that on crack. <laughs> that on crack. Um, the interface looks a little kind of simple. So, oh, okay. The, the, the portraits move in on your health. So from what people have been saying is that the game, the reason, like some people are saying that we might see a delay for guilty gear. Um, mm-hmm. 90% of the issues is the UI. And apparently okay. they're going in to fix it. Like the, originally they were going to keep it, but apparently now uh, sources are saying that they're going to fix the UI. Because, I mean, if you look at older Guilty Gears, they've always had this crazy uh, cyberpunk, not cyberpunk, like this steampunk steampunk, yeah, uh, style of the UI. Like the, the meters were always like car engines or like firing sword mechanical yeah. bullshit. Like it. So there, it looks like there's a bar in the portrait. Is that your burst bar? No, that is your risk meter. So what risk is, is whenever you keep on guarding, that meter will go up. The higher that oh. meter, if you drop your guard and you get hit, you're going to take that much more damage. I don't know what the multiplier is, but if you drop your guard and you get hit and your risk meter is high, you're going to take like much more damage. It was well, in Exard. It's not just a stun. No, no, it was in Exard. There was a meter right oh, okay. underneath your health bar, and people were just like, "Oh, is that your guard meter?" I'm like, "No, that's your risk meter." So, all right, yeah, this UI looks a little. The UI is shit. It. I was about to say it doesn't look bad, but it looks weird for Guilty Gear. I think it looks bad, and it's not what you expect from Guilty Gear. I don't like the moving portraits in on your health. I think it's a little bit distracting. That's... It's a little weird. And I don't really like the hearts above your uh, your health. Those are your likes that you got. Oh, those so. are the likes? Okay. <laughs> those are likes and your those, favorites. Those are loves. <laughs> yeah, um, that's what it is. No, that, that game just looks fucking dope. I'm excited. I probably won't see it in 2020 because they've only announced six characters. They probably if, – if we're going based off of the work that they put in from uh, Exard – and what the new standard is now for new games coming out, we're probably only going to see 10 to 12 characters be released. If there's going to be any character reveals, it'll be at Evo. They'll probably be but at Evo. Isn't... They'll probably be at uh, Arc Revo, if, unless it already passed. I don't remember. Um, Jesus, Potemkin takes up half the fucking screen. Yeah. yeah. Like, his hitbox is huge, but so is his fucking guards. Like, when is it that he turned into a full robot? It's been it's been going on over time. So every single game that's been coming out, he's just becoming more and more machine. Like look back, like in, he was like a black dude, right? I would say that he's more of like one of those uh, indigenous people from Russia, because okay. if you if you go to Russia, like in the populated areas, those are for just fucking white people. But if you go more right. into the mountainous regions, that they're they're tan. Gotcha. They're brown. So yeah, fucking 
uh, Kai just jumped in the air and he was like, no. Yeah. And just grabbed yeah, it's him. It's dumb. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. But he did it. He's about to do it again. Yeah, don't don't jump on him. You're you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. So Kai definitely looks better in this game. Yeah. I like the short hair on Kai. Yep. I liked Regal Kai, like knightly Kai, because I like the the medieval aesthetic. But he just looks way better I didn't in like, this game. I didn't like uh, mid ponytail uh, Kai. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Just Kai and like uh, in accent core and all that stuff, it was fine, but like I didn't really like Kai's design in excerpt. Well, Kai was supposed to be like that, that you know, stick up your ass type character. Like yeah. he's always angry. Soul keeps beating the shit out of him. He doesn't respect him as a person. He thinks he's a child. Yeah. He's just like constantly like, no, fuck you, Soul. And then he gets laid Jesus and he does the ultimate disrespect <laughs> move by fucking his daughter. Oh, Dizzy? Yep. Isn't she like four? I think she's eight. But she's a gear. It doesn't oh, count. Oh, that's better. It doesn't count. <laughs> she's a what? <laughs> she's a gear. It doesn't count. Oh, okay. They reach adulthood at like two. I don't. This this podcast is going to get on some kind of list. <laughs> it's going to be on the uranium and the pedophile list. <laughs> Look, I'm not, I'm not searching anything. Anything along those lines. <laughs> Please do not talk to All me, right. Mr. FBI, man. Lastly, uh, Resident <laughs> Evil 2. I finally got around to playing that. Tiff and I have been playing that for the last oh, two the days. Oh, the remake? The remake. Uh, I don't know why I've been sleeping on it. That game is amazing. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's, it's great. And scary as fuck. The voice acting is great. So here's the thing. I did not think that it was scary, and I did not think it was hard until I killed Marvin. And then Mr. X shows up. Yeah, and then all the fucking liquors, not not some, not one, not one in each all room, of all of them follow you along with Mr. X. Yeah, like I argue with my wife thirty minutes before getting on because we only had thirty minutes to play before I got on, and she was just like, "I want to play Resident Evil 2. and I'm like, "I I, I can't just play thirty minutes of that game." Like on you need to play, you need to set some time. Yeah, on Saturday. I played like two and a half hours, almost three hours, just playing that game because it's it's like a horror mes- Metrovania. Great Metroidvania, it's mm-hmm. it's just phenomenal. It's great. It's I want to say it's better than four so far. Um, I think four storyline still really holds up, but gameplay wise, nah. Resident Evil Two remake all day, every day. But no. Fuck Mr. X and fuck those liquors because I was right outside the saving, like, the fucking typewriter. Right outside the door. I got the the fucking muzzle enhancer that raises your damage on your fucking pistol. I got some fucking bullshit. I got the book, that the box that you put the jewel in and you open it up and the stars badge. I passed Mr. X one way and got to the fucking... Uh, Lightning Eagle, I guess that's what they fucking call the Desert Eagle now. And I'm running back. There's two zombies that come up. They grab me. Mr. X is behind me. I'm like, nah, (laughs) flashbang, flashbang, flashbang. And I keep on running. There's a fucking liquor. I go just like, nah, fuck you. I'm getting this Desert Eagle. Miss the Desert Eagle. Go the wrong way. I'm like, fuck, I got to go back the other way. He keeps on following me. And then I didn't know. I guess there was a second one. Because right when I was outside the typewriter... 
The first one hits me. I'm at danger. He was like, you know what? It's fine. He won't hit me the next time because he's too slow because his animation frames slow down after he lands a hit on you. No, because a second one came out of nowhere and fucked me. <laughs> and I was right there. I was right at the fucking door. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he's so mad. It's great. I love it. Yeah, this is a fucking gorgeous game. And you need to play. You need to finish it before three comes out. That's what we're going to do. That's the plan. I, I need to sit down and play it, too. Maybe I should. I wonder how long it's been since Megavisions has played this game on the channel. Because maybe I should sit down and play it. I will sit in on a stream just to hear your frustration. Because. I think Scotty will, too. I've I've been afraid of certain video games. Like, The Evil Within, great fucking horror game. Great fucking horror series. Mm. The first, I think the first one's a little bit better than the second one. But the second one still holds up. It's still a great game. Not many games scare me in the horror genre. This game fucking scares the shit out of me with Mr. X. Fuck that motherfucker. Yeah, it's terrifying. Uh, did you know that? So you you caught, I guess I can go into my week if you're done. Yeah, I'm done. For your I'm week. done. Go for it. Uh, my week was Monster Hunter. Yep. I put 40 hours into Monster Hunter this week. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at my Steam, and I was like, I started this week at 126 hours in this game. God damn. And now I'm at 169. <laughs> so I have put 40 hours into this game this week. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I got, like, it's it's the, I, I got the, the uh, so TDS Chris, uh, it's called uh, Team Darkseid. They're Monster Hunter content creators yeah and they do a lot of like speed runs and like what's the highest possible damage you could do on a monster in the game so they do all these hypothetical situations and all that stuff and they're really fun and he came out with a video that the day i was like man i really just want to like so the guiding for people that don't know at the end of monster hunter world iceborne they introduced this thing called the guiding lands and the guiding lands is basically one huge area of all of the different areas in the game put together so you have the ancient forest area you have the coral highlands area you have the rotten vale you have the volcanic area the desert area and you just go there and hunt you can just hunt non-stop monsters will show up if you do things you can lure other monsters in so it's just constantly just and there's no like usually in missions you have a three death or three uh cart number and then the quest is failed mm -hmm. but in guiding lands nah you can fucking die as many times as you want. It'll eventually, it affects your rewards after hunting that monster. Like, you won't get as many good rewards, but... So, if you fail on a specific creature, then, like, you faint two times. Your rewards will reflect as such. But if I go yes. fight another creature and don't die, I get max yes. rewards off him? Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Uh, and what's great is, too, so... Uh, so, anyway... That's what the guiding lands are. And the whole point of the game is to level up your guiding lands so each of those zones can go from level 1 all the way up to level 7. And, and I'm assuming that with each of those levels, it's uh, the type of creature. So you probably have low-level creatures yes. that are there all the way up to the Nergagante or whatever the fuck else. They call there. them like threat threat levels. You have threat levels 1, 2, and 3. Okay. In, insert, in threat level 1, there's a whole group of monsters. In threat level 2, and then th threat level 3 is usually the elder dragons. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's what I've been doing. Because not only do you have to level up those, you get capped out at certain levels, and you have to increase your master rank. And in order to increase your master rank is to hunt monsters. Well, if you hunt 
threat level threes, they give you more master rank. So it's a balance. You have to just constantly keep playing it and level it up. Well, he came out with a video. It's basically fast tracking, like from how to get the highest hunter rank and master rank in the game. How, how the fastest you can do it. So he created this gunner build. This gunner build is stupid. Stupid good. You were watching me play it earlier today. Yeah. Where I'm just like unloading sticky ammo into the monster. And then, so usually if you run out of ammo, you have to reload. But I have mine set up to where if I shoot and then dodge right afterwards and then dodge again, I do an evasive reload. Where I'll do a dodge and then there's an animation where I flip my gun around and it reloads while I'm doing the dodge. There's a very small window after you shoot because I've done it many times where I waited too late and then I just do a normal roll and I'm like, shit, now I have to do a slow-ass reload Mm -hmm. and I've gotten killed because of it. But it's dumb. It it, it stacks with like Fortify, which in the guiding line, Fortify is a a skill that if you die, you come back and you get an extra 10% attack and an extra 15% defense. That stacks up to two times. So you can kill yourself two times. But if you're not fighting a monster, I just go down into the volcano area and just stand in the lava, and it kills me. So and it doesn't affect... Okay, because you haven't initiated a combat with the, uh, with the yes. creatures. That's, that's some jank-ass shit. Yeah. That's I have got... Shit. I'm leveling out the fuck right now with it, and it's, it's great. So that's why I've put 40 hours into that game this week. Okay. But... I was gonna say in Monster Hunter Monster Hunter World, uh, there was a Resident Evil uh, crossover where <laughs> is it Mr. X? Yes, your ha- you know the handler, the chick that you're talking to all the time and getting quests from. Yeah, she gets a, she gets a Mr. X costume, <laughs> and it's terrifying. <laughs> it's great. Oh, I, I need to see this. Yeah, it's super great. Uh, no, the Resident Evil was there's a monster called the Valhazak, and it's basically like a, it's a fucking Dark Souls boss, is what it is. It looks like a Dark Souls boss, and the mission is you have to fight it, but it can zombify you, where you do more damage, but healing kills you instead of actually heals you. Yeah, it's Why? a really weird mission. Yeah, if you get zombified in the quest, that's what happens. You do a lot more damage, but you, you can't heal as easily. So hold on, I'm yeah. looking at the the Leon and Claire trailer. Yeah, because if you if you get enough tickets, you can basically just you get the Claire or the Leon armor and costume. But besides, <laughs> you need to play Monster Hunter is what you need to do. <laughs> but oh, we had another. A, besi- is there is that a legit stage? The mansion? No. Oh. No, it's not in there. Uh, You might be able to... So you have a room that you can decorate. Okay. That people on the online can come into and look at. You might be able to decorate it. zombie monsters. Yeah. Just in that one quest, though. Okay. Yeah, it's not like normal. But uh, Monster Hunter also had a huge... uh, Not a huge announcement. Like They had a, a new monster announcement this week where... What are you looking at? The Valzak? Or the Mr. X. Mr. X. <laughs> it looks weird, doesn't it? Because he's it looks doing like a small all, version. He's doing all those feminine poses and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's but nuts. Mon- 
they announced it. everyone was like oh there's going to be new variant announcement that means there's going to be new monsters being announced well they announced the raging brocadios and you saw me fighting the Ra- rajan today right because you yeah. were like what's that yeah, i was yeah, like yeah. that's the golden fucking monkey that fucks shit up oh no well there's an even stronger version of that monkey <laughs> And so there's Raging Bracadios, and I I think it's Raging Rajan. It can't be Raging Rajan. Brute Rajan or something like that. Where So you saw those beam moves he was doing on me where he just does like shoots a beam out of his mouth like Nappa. Uh, yeah, what he does is he grabs you and just does that in your face. So, <laughs> yeah, he's – yeah, so the Raging Bracadios, and they're about to show the Rajan – uh, they come out for PlayStation. A Furious Rajan is what it is. Uh, they come out in March on PlayStation Four, and then they'll be coming out in uh, June for PC. So, but what's great about Monster Hunter is it's a free title update, so it's absolutely free. Nice. Yeah. So when I'm done with this recording, I'm gonna update the stream schedule and the stream calendar, and then I'm gonna play more Monster Hunter because okay, I'm I'm it's so good. There's a reason this is Capcom's best-selling game ever. Like, you should play it. <laughs> Your wife can play it. <laughs> Look, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, it's it's a game that interests me. Like, 100%. Like, I know. There's 14 different weapons you could use. I just feel like I'm so be- far behind on the power curve that it would take too much time for me to... We could zoom you with me helping you. So I can help you with every story mode from the very beginning. I can help you. I can come in and basically two-shot a monster, and then we're done. We can go on to the next one. Like, we can get you through base game and up into Iceborne probably within two, three days max. Okay. Let me. Let's wait. And you can choose whichever one. You can choose if you want to play PC, or you can choose if you want to play PS4, because I'm high level on both of those. Okay. I would prefer PC. Uh, that's what I'll, I'm I'll, right now. I'll do it on PC. But. Okay. I was going to say, but the title updates hit PC, PS4 first, always. Like, the new shit hits PlayStation 4 first, and PC has to wait later. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. It's great. It's real fun. If I play Grand Blue with you, you have to play Monster play Hunter with Monster me. I play Monster Hunter with you. Yes. Fuck. Now I got to play Grand Blue. <laughs> Look, man. You don't, I was gonna you play don't have to I was going to play it. I mean, I'm going to buy it March in two weeks, March 3rd. You said it comes out March 3rd? It comes out March 3rd. I don't know when my Hong Kong version is coming in. Uh, so I just need an English version so I can understand what the fuck is being said in RPG mode. You only have to wait two more weeks. That's it. Yeah, but... Yeah. Yeah, we had Yakuza come out this week. Oh, or last that's week. something we... I wanted to t- fucking talk about. Um, Go ahead. It's not a spoiler for the movie. However, like, if... If Sega continues, oh, you? <laughs> if if Sega continues on making these movies, like they kind of did in the beginning of the movie when they showed, oh, it's Sega, a Sega Sammy company or a Sega Sammy production, you know, mm. they had Sonic and then they had all their other IPs start showing up. Like, oh shoot, that's Valkyrie Chronicles, and then Kiryu's face shows up on the right hand side, and I'm like having this this self centered epiphany on. Oh my god, what if they do a Yakuza movie? Oh my god. What if they As, do a Yakuza movie? Don't they have movie? like a live action Japanese one cuz you know Japan I don't, has like all the live action. So stuff. they should do it and I don't know if they ever done it, but I would give you all my money for a fucking Yakuza movie as long as it's true to the fucking source material. 
I mean, because a lot of people don't know that there's the JoJo live action stuff. They don't know that there's a Cromarty High jo- or live action. I still haven't seen there's the Cromarty High. Roroni Kenshin live action. So those are good stuff. ass movies. The Roroni Kenshin Death ones. <laughs> those are good ass. Have you seen them? Yeah, the I've seen some of the uh, parts of the Roroni Kenshin ones. They're very good. Those are good ass movies. So some people argue they're the best live action adaptation. Um, they're pretty good for like an action battle manga type shit. I haven't seen the Jojo right. one. I didn't even know that there was a Jojo live action. The, I, th- I think they did. Uh, I know for sure they did a Jojo part four, uh, live action of it. Okay. So, part four is probably easier uh, to do because it's mostly all happening in one location. It's also a slice of life. So that's also uh, easy to do too. Yeah. It's really easy to do. So, uh, but the other thing I did on Tuesday, besides Monster Hunter, uh, because I've been streaming a lot this week. Yeah, you have. Like, You're on like if every other day. If I was on every night except for Wednesday. I don't think I was on Wednesday night, but I double streamed Tuesday night. Like I streamed on Mega Visions and then I jumped over on Scrubverse and to play some Monster Hunter. Hunter. Yep. Yeah, uh, I just told myself if I'm gonna play Monster Hunter, I should just stream it. Because, like, that game doesn't get stagnant. Like, you could just constantly play it over and over again. Anyway, besides that, on Tuesday night, I decided, everyone was like, oh, are you, you're going to play Mega Gems or the Gems Collection, right? And I was like, ah, I don't want to play any more games on that. I only wanted to play Tales Adventure. So I was like, I was like, man, I'm going to play F-Zero GX. And I was like, I didn't know that Sega had anything to do with it on the GameCube version. Mm-hmm. And then I booted it up and I saw on the title screen it said Sega. I was like, perfect. We're going to stream it on Mega Visions. <laughs> and uh we got a lot of traffic because of that. Yeah. Everyone's like, "GX, yo, GX." That game is still hard as fuck. I that s- game is still, I still so hard. cannot get past the fucking third mission. That mission is fucking stupid. The the, the so the first mission is pretty easy. Yeah. But the second one where you have to fight Samurai Goro? Yeah. That one right away. I had to redo it like 8 times. Yeah, no, that's a stupid fucking mission. And then the casino stage uh, I can't wrap my head <laughs> or fucking around <laughs> yeah. it. We we were on that stage for like an hour on You can see the Tuesday. progression of how I got better. Yeah. Yeah. So Plus like reading up on the strats, it makes sense. Um it's taking the turns yeah. and all that. The did you ever finish that chain mission where you had to like kill all the enemies that were in your way all the way up to that last? Oh guy? yeah, yeah. I I got I got past that mission and then I got past the mission where I had to escape the exploding factory with Jody. Oh, you did finish that? that. Yeah, I beat that one. Okay. And uh, but that game's great. Uh, I don't particularly like the how you have to buy the story missions. That's kind of annoying. Yeah. Like I get it. I get it. This is supposed to be a multiplayer game where you play with people nonstop and just keep constantly accumulating tickets to buy shit. But when you're trying to stream it and you don't have everything unlocked yet, it's really hard. That's annoying. Um, it kind of it kind of solidifies the fact that that probably should have been an online game. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know, know if it was compatible with the adapter. There's a few games on the GameCube that was compatible with the compatible with the adapter, but. That game still holds up. Yep. Graphic wise, music wise, control wise, it feels so good. Yep. Like everything feels so good about that game. Probably gonna stream it more on Tuesday night. Uh, you should finish it out. I, I heard that the last stage is dumb. I never beat it. Even as a kid, I couldn't beat it. I got too frustrated, and then I told the story on where I let a, a 
quote unquote friend at school borrow the game and then I never got it back. Yeah. So, but yeah, we'll be streaming that. Besides that, this week, uh, Thursday night, what did I stream Thursday night? The oh, Snowboard, Snowboard Kids. Kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've got the Retro Fighter uh, N64 controllers in. I'm still waiting a USB on mine. One. I bought a USB one, and then I bought one that actually goes into the N64. And uh, in the beginning, I was using an emulator for Snowboard Kids because it looked really good. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to test the USB one. My only, my only complaint about it is halfway through the game, it just dropped. Like, I heard it desync. The USB and one? It's a, and it's a wired controller, yes. Like, it dropped, and then two seconds later, came back in. But my emulator I was using never picked it back up, so I had to exit out of the game completely. And when I came back in, it didn't save my file or do my save slot. Wow. So I said, fuck this. Let's go to the N64, because I have to test that controller, too. So... But the besides that desync problem, those controllers are fantastic. Okay, they're great. They feel so good. That, having two Z buttons, I never thought is what I wanted, but I always wanted. Like the triggers in the back are both yeah. of those are Z. Okay, and uh, they're great though. I love them. They're super good. Should uh, play so, some but, yeah, we played Snowboard Kids. Should. I got a blue one. I wanted the purple one, but the blue one, I, I got that one. And the blue one's really nice. So, But I, they had a BOGO, so I bought one, got one half off. I think I, I ended that. up getting both. Contr- I got two controllers for 60 but I basically got shipping for free because shipping was $15. Bucks. Mm-hmm. So I got that for free. But those controllers are great. You should go check out RetroFighters.com because they got the Dreamcast controller coming out too, which I need to pre-order, yes. which comes out April 11th, I think. And their supplies are getting really, really low. Yep. So, uh, besides that, I picked up, I got some pickups yesterday. I picked up another copy of Anarchy Reigns. I got it for three bucks. Um, and it's got everything in it. This one's getting shipped out to H2O Happy Dude tomorrow because he needed he wanted a copy. I was actually in his neck of the woods yesterday. I was not far from where he lived because we had to go all the way to Memphis because that's the closest Ikea that there is near us. What the fuck are you doing at Ikea? I went and got some new shelves for our uh, living room, and I got some for my office for our, our video ga- for my video games and stuff. Okay. And IKEA is just dope as shit. I we spent like I'm surprised we got through IKEA in two hours. Did you eat lunch there? No, we didn't There's eat Swedish lunch meatballs. There. Trust that's a, what I trust said. A my wife hit on my, that. There's Swedish meatballs are the shit. My wife was like, "No, I don't want those." So we didn't eat those. She's like, "I don't like Swedish meatballs." So the fuck out of here. They have other food. <laughs> They have good food well, there. Well, we ate be- when we got to Memphis, we it was like 12:30 and we had left our house at 10. So when we got there, we just stopped and ate like somewhere before we went to IKEA. Okay. But uh yeah, that's that's a long yeah, I went, drive. It was. And uh but we got to we got there and I was I mean it's the same game exchange that he goes to all the time, but I just didn't have time to meet up with him. Wow. So I was they like, have a game exchange down there. Oh, we have. T- there's tons of game exchanges down here. They used to be up in the north. They all closed down. They're they're still open down here. It's like those and GameStops. Okay, are the main things. Game Exchange thrives on their uh, their used DVDs and Blu-rays and all that more than their games and shit. Okay, okay. They did have a copy of the Futurama game on PlayStation Two. How much for ni- ninety dollars? 
You didn't buy it? But I don't. I know it's a deal because that game is retailing at a collector collect in, complete in box for 112. But I'm not spending ninety dollars on the Futurama game just to have it. Uh, yeah, I know it's a not a good game, but come on. I used to have it when I was younger. When I worked at the video game store, I know I had it, and I looked at my stuff because I have the Full Metal Alchemist games. I'm not buying a ninety dollar game and giving it to you. You already got Tales Adventure. Come on. <laughs> No. Come on. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'll give you the Delta. Uh, you'll give me the what? The difference. I'll give you the difference. I'm not driving two and a half hours to go get it again. <laughs> you should have told me you're like, you should have told me Saturday. Well, I didn't say anything about it Saturday, but whatever. Besides that, uh, I picked up a copy of Buck Bumble for eight bucks. What the fuck is Buck Bumble? <laughs> Uh, so I know what the ending song of this podcast should be. You need to find the intro song for Buck Bumble. It is a uh, flying shooting game on the N64, and it's like a reggae rap song, and it's fucking dope. <laughs> it's really, really good. <laughs> Apparently, I... <laughs> Are you listening to it right now? <laughs> Yo, it's like that discount (laughs) drum and bass bullshit I used to listen to on uh, international radio. Yes, it's great. Uh, Apparently, I played that game when I was younger, and I didn't think it was really good back then because I just couldn't understand it. Apparently, that game is pretty good, so I'll be streaming that soon, too. Okay. So it it retails for about 11 bucks loose, but this is a really banged up copy. Like, there's part of the sticker ripped off, and it's Rodon and all that stuff. But I was like, eight bucks, I'll take it. Look, I just nothing that it. a little bit of uh, that magic eraser won't fix. Yeah, your magic eraser is your fucking friend. That's true. Uh, besides all that, though, I think that was basically my week. I'm trying to think of other stuff that I ordered that came in, but nothing video game wise. So cool. Let's hit this news. How do you want to do it? Did you write anything, or are you going off of my stuff? <laughs> you no, know, because you wrote a novel. So. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at it. I was like, I don't have to do shit. He wrote everything. It's everything's bullet pointed and everything. So okay, do you want to go uh, first or me? I can let you. The this first one's large. <laughs> sure. Uh, so first bit of news: the coronavirus could impact next gen releases. We are on the horizon of a new generation, a console generation. However, the effects of the COVID nineteen, better known as the Wuhan coronavirus, may force back release dates. Uh, More than 1,300 people have died of the disease, with an estimated 60,000 persons infected as of February 13th, which that number may be going up because there's some scrutiny with China's numbers. It could be Yeah, they're not not releasing everything. Much worse. China's manufacturing sector, which is responsible for producing the lion's share of the world's consumer electronics, has been hit particularly hard. Foxconn, known for its production of the iPhone, is quarantining its workers and that the coronavirus could affect planned production of next-gen products. Keep note that Foxconn is rumored to produce a fair share of the Nintendo Switches despite Nintendo claiming to have moved production to Vietnam after the U.S.-Sino trade war. A note from the investment firm Jeffries Group published the following statement on the matter. The video game sector is currently uh, manufacturing or beginning to manufacture a -a once-in-a-several-year product generation change from the 2020 holiday season. If company shutdowns exceed a month or so, game schedules can be delayed. 
New consoles may likewise suffer from supply issues and prolonged disruption ahead of their fall 2020 launches. Nintendo has outright delayed the production of new Nintendo Switches, specifically the Animal Crossing variant where pre-orders were due out on February 8th to an unspecified date. They're not announcing when they're allowing the pre-orders, and they're definitely not announcing when the new Nintendo Switches will be coming out. Uh, Nintendo also announced a delay for Joy-Cons and the accessories for the Ring Fit Adventure. Speaking of which... Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to buy that because that shit looks like a really good workout. So there's a, it's it's an RPG. It's like a, a yeah. workout RPG. I watched Giant Bomb play it. It looks pretty dope. You just can't buy it now because coronavirus. No, I, no there are GameStops here that have them already because no one's fucking coronavirus. buying Coronavirus. Whatever. <laughs> it's already... Isn't it weird? I know we still have a lot more to go through here, but isn't it weird if we look back at history... In 1920, there was a plague. Are you going to say some racist ass shit? No. Okay. 1920s, there was a plague. 1820s, there was a plague. Now we're in the 2020s, and the coronavirus looks like it could be a plague. So, possibly, but if that's the case, then I would put the date much further because some experts are saying that when the SARS epidemic came out in 2003 that it never quite went away and it evolved into the coronavirus. So this has just been a long-term plague that has just been getting worse and worse and worse. But is it also weird that now we don't hear anything about protests? Uh I'm not going to get into that here. <laughs> okay? Like I was I'm just I'm not going to get into that here. All right. I, I I see what you're putting down. I'm picking it up, but I'm not saying anything. All right. Okay. Uh, Private Division, the publisher responsible for the Outer Worlds and Ancestors, a humankind odyssey, announced that they are delaying the physical release of the Outer Worlds for the Nintendo Switch due to the Virtuos uh, company having to shut down their offices in response to the outbreak. China has also postponed the Overwatch League for the remainder of February and March in order to protect the health and safety of its fans and players. Uh, even trade shows like the Taipei Game Show has been canceled due to the outbreak. Uh, in a statement... We are deeply sorry to announce the different decision from our committee. 2020 Taipei Game Show was originally scheduled to take place on February 6th to the 9th. However, due to the serious outbreak of the Wuhan coronavirus, we have decided to postpone the event to this summer. Taipei Game Show is one of the iconic annual networking events. With that in mind, the World Health Organization has declared a global emergency as Wuhan coronavirus spreads. Considering mass gatherings like Taipei Game Show increase the chances of cluster infections, the organization committee has decided to steer away from such unthinkable risks. We sincerely ask the exhibitors understanding on such a major decision. But there are some video games that are benefiting off of the outbreak. Uh, Endemic Creations, the creator of Plague Incorporated, released a statement commenting that their game usually sees a spike in sales whenever a major outbreak like this occurs, but also added, the coronavirus outbreak in China is deeply concerning and we've received a lot of questions from players and the media. Please remember that Plague Inc. is a game at its core and not a scientific model and that the current corona outbreak is a very real situation which is impacting a huge number of people. We would always so go ahead. So is Plague Inc. like a real time game that works off of like shit that's going on in the world? So Plague Inc. This is the way that it works out because I play this game every now and then, especially when something of course like you this do. happens. Uh, of course uh, you do. Yeah, I'm a piece of shit. I'll admit it. 
so <laughs> in Plague Inc., you can create a virus, an airborne disease. No, airborne is a is a upgrade. Uh, you have a virus, you have a bacteria, and you have something else I don't remember. But there's three different types of uh, diseases that you can spread, right? Um, you choose a country to start off on. Uh, I recommend Madagascar because Madagascar is one of the worst countries to finish in. The goal is to kill everyone. You want to make your disease as resistant as possible, but you have to plan the timing. Because so, for example, you want to get as many people infected as possible that they have it and then people will try to vaccinate it like you'll fight against pharmaceutical companies and scientists as they fight all the upgrades that you put on it. And then it's a goal to kill everyone or infect as many people in the world as possible. There is like different um, transportation routes like you have sh uh, shipping crates going from one country into another uh, via boat or you have people traveling by air going from one country to another and if the epidemic gets really really bad those countries will close their borders and you have to find another way of infiltrating that country with your disease so what i do is i pick a virus and i make it like the littlest shit possible it's a fucking cold and everyone gets it, and you, it's, you have to make it resistant to vaccines. So everyone just gets it. Everyone gets the HIV virus, but it's not HIV, and you just breathe it. And then once everyone has it, once you have a 100%, you know, whatever, you start pushing the pressure. Now you're coughing. Now you can't breathe. Now you have mucus coming out. Now you're going into pulmonary heart failure. Now, now your arteries are clogging and shit. You need to play Monster Hunter. You need to stop <laughs> playing this game. <laughs> you got problems, man. <laughs> you can't shrug on an audio podcast. You'll make a gif out of it. <laughs> I haven't made a gif of you in a while. Yeah, so. you, have, you have the footage. Shit, that's going to be the picture of the fucking podcast. <laughs> uh where did i leave off they, look they say that you know yeah we're sorry and we're gonna reorganize or no no no, endemic they were just like hey stop being a dickhead go look at the cdc here's where you can donate D educate yourself. educate yourself uh there has been a huge spike in chinese video game use as sales of the top 50 video games in china have fucking doubled since january 23rd uh, they don't want people going outside. Yeah, Honor of Kings is a MOBA by Timmy Studios and Tencent Games. Have roughly made $286 million per fucking day in the last two weeks. That's insane. That's a lot of money. That's insane. Uh, fucking... It's like $7 billion in two weeks. Yeah. Blizzard Activision's Call of Duty Mobile reportedly did exceptionally well As in, in addition to that. Uh, it's so weird to see those words put together. Yeah. Activision Blizzard and Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, Honor of Kings active user base spiked from 65 million to 100 million. Uh, developer Kagami Jesus. Works. And finally, uh, developer Kagami Works has also given away 45,000 copies of the game Mirror to keep Chinese players away from spreading the virus. Have you ever played this Mirror? Is the, this is the porn game. Isn't yeah, it? it's the porn game. <laughs> it's the Monster Girl porn game. I saw game. this one. I s it's what? It's the Monster Girl porn game. So my wife did a full playthrough 
of this game. My wife. It's no, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful game. It's a little hardcore sometimes. Wait, okay, so this is on YouTube, so I guess it should be okay to play. <laughs> I think that's the unpatched version. So Tiff, I ha Tiff had me put down a patch, and uh, that game gets a little graphic. Mm. Yep, there's there's some themes in that game that's a little bit disturbing, but the art is great. Highly recommend. I have her like beat my porn games, and then I beat off to all the still images. So. Don't 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 scrunch do, your I don't want to do a podcast your face. this week. Don't don't scrunch your face at me. You do the same shit. I mean, I've said some fucked up shit, but I've never been like, this is what I beat <laughs> off to. Uh, obviously, our thoughts and prayers are with the affected, along with their families. Pre, please reference the new updates by the World Health Organization and the CDC in regards to the current epidemic. Yeah, we're thinking about y'all, but we're not going to change our Facebook pictures. Yeah, pretty much. Is there is there a helping. new is there a new picture? We should make our own. Can we can we be. can we make it like the Chinese flag? No, because then they're gonna think like, and oh, then, they're <laughs> and then put on there like, fuck the CCP. You can. I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. You make sure to put an opa opacity filter on it so we can see your picture still. <laughs> 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 you can't just put a picture of the flag. <laughs> uh, oh, I was thinking, was your Facebook picture still the picture of your son? You probably shouldn't do it if it's still just your yeah, son. Yeah, no, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> that wouldn't be good. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that's fucking scary, man. Sucks. Why? This is the part. This is why I'm like, I live out the fucking boonies. I'm not getting the coronavirus. <laughs> not out where I fucking live, There's man. this stupid joke going around with all the senior leadership Marines where it's just like, oh, just drink Modelo. You'll, it's the vaccine. I'll shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I hate uh, you. Oh, but I go, I go to Austin one week, though. I'm going to get coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> There's some cases it in the U.S. Like you, need to, you need to look up where the, the cases of coronavirus in the U.S. is at. I think there's, like, some in Boston, and there's definitely some in California. Ugh. Might be in Texas. It's just a cool name, too, though. Because I don't think of Corona as the beer. I think of Corona as, like, the fireball. Like, have you never seen, like, a Corona besides the beer, what a Corona is? Nah. I always thought the Corona was the beer. Up. No. Uh, what, you just thought that word was invented when the beer came out? Yeah. No, I'm dead no, fucking serious. Gonna... So, like, when they came God out with... It, that's the first thing that came out. So, when they came out with coronavirus, I'm sitting there like, what fuck shit in China decided to name the, the virus after a beer? Oh, uh, so, here it is. Uh, it's in astronomy... It is the rare field gaseous envelopment of the sun and other stars. The sun's corona is normally visible only during a total solar eclipse when it is seen as an irregularly shaped pearly glow surrounding the darkened disk of the moon. That's what a corona is. And then in anatomy, it is a part of the body resembling or likened to a crown. And then there's a picture of the fucking beer. <laughs> so... <laughs> But yeah, when I was like, I I knew of the fiery sun-like Corona because there's also like, there's a weapon in Monster Hunter called the Corona something. That's the reason why you know it. That's, don't <laughs> fucking it's... lie to me. That's the reason why you know it. It's a fire weapon. That's the reason why you know I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it's it. It's a really cool fire weapon. Hold on. Let me see if I can find the fire weapon. Fuck off. <laughs> corona, sword and shield. 
try to pass it off like you're the fucking smartest man in the room. Be like, oh, I know the definition of this. And then it all goes back to Monster Hunter every fucking time. Yeah, guess what? You should fucking play Monster Hunter. I have to buy it first. It's on sale. There. Let's look at this. Oh, that's that Sword and Shield's great. That, that's pretty dope. Yeah, that's pretty you cool. get that in it the game. It looks like a watermelon. Like a cut watermelon? Yeah. <laughs> like without the rind? What's Rarity 7? Is that good? Uh, it used to be, but now weapons go up to Rarity 11 and 12. Well, why don't you just you say Rarity 12 if 12 is better than 11? Because they're... So, with Monster Hunter, there are weapons that only go up... They don't all go to 12. Okay. A lot of the like uh, end game weapons go up to 12, but it's harder to augment them. They don't have as many augment slots to put, like... There are things in Monster Hunter where you can augment a weapon to where every time it hits a monster, it heals you. So, is it, like, one of those cases where, um... Augment... Not augment level. Uh, rarity level 12 weapons are only good in certain builds, and other times you want to be yes. using rarity level 11 because you have more augment slots and you have more customization? Yes. Cool. Okay. Exactly. I know how to play the game. That's sure. You sure do. <laughs> you got everything you ever needed to know about this game. But uh, no, but yeah, like we said, that shit's terrifying. And make sure that you're taking all. If you are in any of the areas where shit's outbreaking, uh, fucking be careful because if you're in China, they're not going to treat you. <laughs> they're just going to fucking get rid of you. <laughs> I don't think that's entirely true. Like, I don't think I can't prove it's entirely true and I can't prove it's entirely false. And neither can you. We're gonna get labeled as the anti-China podcast, and you know what? I'm fine with that. I'm fine. Yeah, with that. like fuck Blizzard. So <laughs> <laughs> I've turned like 180 completely on that. You listen to the podcast like four weeks ago, and you're like, they're doing some bad stuff, but I still like their games. And now I'm just like, fuck them. Let them burn. So, <laughs> that's it's that's what it is, man. So. Anyway, now that we were, let's go on to what we were talking about earlier when we were talking about Anthem. Uh, so, Twitter user Sam Loveridge posted an image showing the Anthem is still celebrating their holiday event long past Christmas. Let me pull that up for here. Here we go. Uh, Bioware originally released the winter update Ice Tide, which it's not a bad name. It's cool. Ice Tide, Iceborne. I kind of like, you know, it's those cool. are cool. Uh, back on December 12th with a slew of new strongholds, time trials, and collectibles for players to explore. However, since there haven't been any changes to the landscape since December and with no update or roadmap to go off of, players are assuming that Bioware has officially abandoned the game. Makes sense. We're At the time of this recording, it is February 16th. If I logged into a game and there were still Christmas decorations, I'd be like, someone's on an extended vacation. Yes. So... <laughs> Uh, but anyway, it turns out that this isn't the case. BioWare announced that they are extending the Ice Tide event into February. It was originally supposed to be over to allow more times for its dwindling player base to farm up against uh, more Ice Tide like enemies and activities and stuff like that. The side effect of that is the Christmas decorations have to stay up a few more weeks, which is just weird. Like you could, I wonder if there's like a way you could still do the Ice Tide event but take those out. Probably not because it's all related. I to I think one it's big all patch. connected, and this is probably a really bad example to go off of. But like Fantasy Star Online, like the OG version of it, we play on the Athena right. 
uh, server, and the most recent update is just default Christmas time. And in order to do that, in order to get all of the quests available to you, you have to keep the Christmas lights up because it's all connected. Ah, gotcha. So I'm wondering if it's like something like that. Could be. Uh, it doesn't matter. You haven't been able to see them. So <laughs> uh, over the last few months, these rumors, uh, there's rumors that Bioware is going to attempt a No Man's Sky-like reboot and overall the game, uh, with some calling the update Anthem 2.0. No hard details are available yet, and there's no timeline that's been introduced. It's not hard to imagine why we haven't heard much from Bioware as Anthem's status as the Edmonton team hail-married Anthem to the Austin team so that they could focus on Dragon Age 4. And on top of that, there's also a new Mass Effect currently in the very early development stages under longtime Bioware producer Mike Gamble. On February 10th, Casey Hudson, BioWare's general manager, released an Anthem update briefly talking about the team's original ambitions with Anthem and announcing there will be a lengthy process to reinvent the game as a whole. Over the So here's the quote. Over the coming months, we will be focusing on a long-term redesign of the experience, specifically working to reinvent the core gameplay loop with clear goals, motiva- motivating challenges, and progression with meaningful rewards, while preserving the fun of flying and fighting in a vast science fantasy setting. And to do that properly, we'll be doing something we'd like to do. We'd like to have done more of this first time around, giving a focused team, wait, a focused team, the time to test and iterate, focusing on gameplay first. Look, those are his words. You can't fuck me up over the fucking spelling and shit. That's true. That's true. That is true. Um. Yeah. Cool. I mean, show. I'll wait until when I see it. When I see it. it it's kind of shitty to say this, but. Now everyone's kind of it's acceptable to get a redo. Like yeah. we saw it with Final Fantasy fourteen, we saw it with uh No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. There's probably a few other examples that I'm just not thinking of at the moment, but I mean like you can fix your shit. It's possible. Uh I would it would be great. It would be great if that happens. Some people are on the cynical end and say, like, you know, if, if no one's playing your game, that no one's going to give a shit. But once people start saying, hey, Anthem got a redesign, go check it out. Hey, this is good. People are going to yeah. play it. Like ESO, for example. It's the exact same. ESO yeah. was a shitstorm when it came out. Now it's not. Now it's really, really good, allegedly. Um, so I can't, I can't knock them for trying good on them it's the same thing that happened with final i forget final fantasy 11 even existed i thought that 11 didn't well, have a re- i'm sorry 14 you're right yeah i forget like if you look at the first how 14 used to look uh it's totally different than what a realm reborn and everything else after that is but those games got were it was because of word of mouth say with no man's sky like if they were shitty in the beginning but then they got good like that's just cynical assholes being assholes about that don't get me wrong, like, Anthem is a shit show right now, and if they do do this remake, and it's good, like, that'd be great. My $10 copy will be for, it will be worth it. This is so. EA we're talking about, so I'm, I would almost guarantee that there's, like, a $50 buy-in to get access to all the new shit. I have no fucking doubt of that. That's like when, when they did Destiny's The Taken King or Destiny 2 Forsaken and they fucking paywall all the new content. Like, come on. Oh, yeah. Wasn't there like a 10-year agenda for Destiny and all that shit? But then, like, they took all the Dinklage shit out with, like, not even a year in? I don't know much about that whole fiasco. I don't much care 
I don't think that Dinklage <laughs> did a good job as a ghost, so fuck it. I'd rather Samuel L. Jackson. I never played any of those games. You ever hear that dub? Samuel L. Jackson as a ghost in Destiny? It's great. No, I, yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> it's great. Uh, yeah, I maybe. I mean, I still haven't played Anthem. It sounds like I might not even be able to since I haven't uploaded it onto my PlayStation 4 if I can't even upload the patches just, all the way. Just you try it and then let me know what happens because I don't know if this is a me issue. I tried looking up on Reddit and other people are having the same issue. Um, I might get it on PC. Probably not. I'll probably do Xbox One. I don't want Origin to have more of my money. I'll buy a used copy and it goes back to I don't want to have to download Origin again. Yeah, I downloaded Origin for fucking Battlefront 2. I mean... We did it for Apex Legends, too. Yeah, that's true. Apex Legends is a good game. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway... Other news, uh, GF Keeley, Jeff Keeley. I don't know how to say his yes, fucking name. Yes, uh, don't do not fucking call it Geoff. <laughs> I said Geoff, and I'm like that doesn't sound right. Jeff Keeley. You said Kamiya. You said Kamiya's name lo- wrong the entire time last week. Look, and I didn't say anything to you. You should have. You did wrong. Like you said Kamiya, and I went. You did and wrong. You just kept you saying. Should have called me out. <laughs> On the spot. Time of it. being your leash holder. <laughs> I'm I'm fucking dude. I'm 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 fucking stupid. I don't know how to say people's names. Whatever. I don't. What does Geoff What does Geoff Keegley yeah. say this week? Geoff Keegley. He's yeah. ditching E3. Rightfully so. <laughs> Uh, in a statement on Twitter, Jeff Keeley says that he will be skipping E3 for the first time in 25 years. He says, covering, host- uh, covering hosting and sharing E3 has always been a highlight of my year, not to mention a defining moment in my career. Uh, I've debated uh, on what to say about E3 2020, and while I want to support the developers who will showcase their work, I also need to be open and honest with you. I have made the difficult decision to decline to produce E3 Coliseum. For the first time in 25 years, I will not be participating in E3. I look forward to supporting the industry in other ways and other events in the future. Some fans have asked about other events he'd be planning on hosting, confirming that an open night live in August at Gamescom uh, will have him involved. When asked about the contributing factors to the decision, Jeff replied, a ton of factors. I really don't feel comfortable participating, given what I know about the show as of today. In terms of the future event, Keeley does feel that E3 has a future in one way or another, despite publishers and developers struggling to agree on how the show should exist. We are, in quote, we are at an interesting inflection point between physical and digital events. And certainly E3 is in the middle of the transition, evolving from what is traditionally an all-industry trade show. As someone who has attended E3 for more than two and a half decades, there are, of course, a lot of emotions. But when you look at it objectively, E3 is just an idea about uniting the industry and fans to celebrate the medium on a global scale. The future of E3 will be determined based on how effective the brand is at delivering against that goal. I absolutely think that there are there is a way forward for the brand of E3. This is just my take, uh, but I think E3 needs to be more digital, global, and inclusive in its approach to connecting gamers and and celebrating the industry. Is that really about who buys a booth at the show floor? Anyone who participated in the game festival on Steam around the Game Awards probably has a pretty good sense of my vision on how we bring the world together around games. 
Think back to September 2019, where we covered the announcement that E3 planned on ditching the traditional formula of a trade show in favor of a more influencer-centric event packed with Q-tertainment. Like, I, I can't even say that word right. I can't say a lot of words right. But that it's one not, specifically. No, in, in your defense, that's not a word. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get a pass this yeah. time. <laughs> uh, as part of the proposed overhaul, the ESA suggests of, had a, of having e-celebs with representation from talent agencies like YTA or CAA. That's supposed to be UTA, by the way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> fuck that up. It's just whatever. Uh, some of the talent would be theoretically would theoretically include members of the Los Angeles Lakers playing a basketball video game in front of fans and actors or actors competing in a tournament. These changes would result in a massive restructuring of the show floor with dedicated areas strictly for entertainment. We also previously commented on how E3 as a whole was dwindling compared to newer gener- a newer generation of gaming trade shows. While geography may play a factor in these numbers, it cannot be understated that E3's total numbers compared to the other shows in Europe and Asia have been significantly lower. Uh, Gamescom 2019, that's in Germany. 373,000 people over the course of a weekend. China Joy, 365. Brazil Games, 325. Tai Pai Game Show, 320. Uh, all the way down to G Star Korea, which had 235,000. That was the cutoff at number seven. Number eight, E3 2019, 66,000 members. Woo! And you know. That's a big jump. Yeah. And all those areas that were listed, like Germany, Germany's a, you know, a fairly smaller country in comparison to the United States. I mean, we're talking about Europe where you can go past three, four, five countries in a single day because they're more or less states. It's like they're equivalent to like, yeah, states. But yeah. everyone is coming from everywhere to go to these events. So it's it, it makes no difference in the end. There's just no – the value of E3 has disappeared. It's not a game show anymore. It's not a trade show yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's – I remember the days when, you know, you were actually learning information, where people were actually on the show for deciding whether or not they were planning on shipping units and buying units and whether people were impressed with what they saw. Yeah. You were seeing new tech and shit like that, too. I think that when they started doing more theatrical-based shows, that Mm -hmm. it kind of was getting lost. The way that it used to be, at least in, like, the mid to the early to mid 2000s like i remember x play and they get to go to fucking <laughs> yeah. e3 and shit like that and it was literally like you go up to a booth the trailer would be playing you know they would somehow port it over to fucking internet and they play the demo right then and there and they would report and I'm like yo this is what this game looks like now it's like that's what youtubers do now yeah now it's like you know the last year not the last year but the second to last year that Sony was present. And that might be incorrect as well. I remember when they were in that big theater and they showed off God of War. And that was like, it was amazing. I think that that was like one of the greatest uh, shows at any E3. It was fucking dope. And then they ended up in a fucking church the next year and they showed off The Last of Us 2. And then the last year that they were there, they were in another like major auditorium and they were having like motherfuckers like, doing live orchestral bullshit and then that dude <laughs> that was playing the Japanese flute everyone's starting to realize it and they're going they're they're going the Nintendo route now 
They're like, fuck E3, yeah, we're going to do our own the thing. The only one that's really left doing anything is Xbox Microsoft. and developers. And mm-hmm. even some developers are going the way of Nintendo. Digital Devolver last year opted for an all-digital yeah. show. We don't know. They work. They do work. And, you know, I think that there will be some significance of having E3, but it's definitely going to be on a smaller scale, especially if everyone is doing more digital bullshit. Um, it keeps those awkward fucking presentations out of it, too, man. Remember 2016 the, with the e, the EA presentation? And they were showing off Needs for Speed. I think it was Need for Speed Rivals. Mm-hmm. And they got that YouTuber, that awkward fucking YouTuber. Just I just don't like ones like that where they're like, where they're like, we've released this, and the audience is just like, yeah, whoa, oh, like the like, show. We're just, just like, hey, we know we fucked up, and then you have that one guy that was really fighting for a raise, just constantly yeah. screaming in the background. This is awesome. Dude, there's other gay. Have you have you tried drugs? Like drug? Have you tried anything else? Like, like this is shit. This is just like uh, this is lambs. Just give me the shit. I want the same shit. Fallout seventy six. It's great. It's it's still good. I don't know what you people are talking about. Those people are insane, and you shouldn't be friends with them. No, is what I'm telling no. you. Be be friends with us. I play Monster Hunter all the time, and Chris has a hitbox. <laughs> Uh, we'll be your friends. Ah, it's just, uh, just going to start. Ether. It's not even E3 anymore. They shouldn't even call it E3 anymore. No. Uh, it should be the Instagram fest. I think, <laughs> Influencers. I think it will eventually end up being that, which it's unfortunate. There will be no more trade shows in the United States because nobody wants to go to there because everyone in the United States is fucking lazy and don't want to travel out to one location, which rightfully so, because in order to get the good tickets to E3, it costs a thousand dollars. That's ridiculous. It's fucking stupid. So go to Pax's. Yeah, just go to Pax East, Pax South, Pax West, Pax North. Is there a Pax? They got North? everything. Is there a Pax North? I don't think so. I think there's one. I think it's three. just West, South, and East. East. Yeah. Go to Magfest. Yeah. There's tons of those. Those are trade shows for indies. Not really. For indies. Not really. But yeah. 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 Showcase. Showcase. Yeah, there you go. Whatever. Um, yeah, E3 2019 was also scrutinized for having a major data breach sustained during its event, leaking the information Ooh. of over 2,000 media influencer and analyst attendees. The ESCA has since yep. tried, uh, has since stated they are working to win back the support of its media partners, but as seen by Keeley's departure, that goodwill may have run out. All in all... You know, Alana... I was going to say, Alana Pierce from Funhouse got was one of those. That sucks. Yeah, she got doxxed. That sucks. Yeah. I'd fucking sue. She took legal actions. Good. Rightfully so. That's all I know about. Yeah. Uh, I think that E3 should ultimately just go away, and then it'll just be one week where... All of the gaming giants do like this press conference, not press conference, but like a digital show. Uh, yeah. And that'd be the end. Oh, of it. Sony's coming on Tuesday. You know, I'll catch it during my lunch break. Exactly, or something like that. Like it just—it's just organized. The ESA can not fuck up that way. They don't have to spend a crazy amount of money. No, they just have to—they just have to organize it. 
which that in itself will not fucking work because no no outside third party company is going to work with another one unless they're motivated. Well, to. the thing is, what you should do is I've seen it with a lot of Nintendo Directs also is they have the initial direct mm-hmm. where it's like 30 minutes of whatever. And then they're like, it's either on YouTube or Twitch or something like that. Then you see the follow up. Of, like, people playing the game and all that other stuff. But like, your official thing that should come out is the Treehouse the good event. stuff. And the thing is that during the Treehouse yeah, events, the tree stuff. they also have other game reveals that go on sprinkled throughout however long they're fucking yeah. there. Which is cool. It's it's cool. But the thing is, is that anybody can do that independently. So if you mm. have Sony State of Play or whatever they call their fucking Nintendo ripoff. Um, I think that's what it is. Yeah. They have their state of play, and then they'll have, like, a 36-hour ongoing stream, you know, talking about each of the games, maybe having a new reveal, maybe showing some gameplay footage, and they can have that all internally at their headquarters. Mm-hmm. You know? Where they can control everything. Right. I mean, you see – I think that you see that more often in Japan where companies in Japan have no problem just streaming new updates on their games. Like, for example, uh, Sega, when they do anything for Fancy Star Online, too. Or just recently, Arc System Works, when they were showing off Guilty Gear. They just grabbed a few mm-hmm. top players and were like, yo, we're doing this stream. Let's get it in. Let's do it. Yeah. But, so, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've never been to E3, and I think I missed the good. I'd, I am way past the good days of E3. Yes. Yeah. I think I missed those good days. I was in high school, so it was never going to happen. Yeah. All right, uh, so our last story that we have on our docket is about the PlayStation 5. we got some new information about that. Uh, let me pull it up, so here we go. Uh, so Sony is having some difficulty with the pricing of the PS5. It's been reported that the manufacturing cost of the PS5 has reached to around $450 per unit, forcing a challenging price-setting battle with Microsoft. As both home console titans plan on releasing their respective next-gen machines this holiday season, it seems Sony is waiting on Microsoft to pull the trigger first in announcing its price point for the Xbox Sex. I'm not going to say what the actual name is. <laughs> I Side tangent, I started explaining that stuff to my wife in the car, like on that two and a half hour ride. And she goes, she goes, so wait, so like PlayStation just names them like one, two, three, four, five, right? She goes, and I said, yeah, she goes, that makes sense. You're telling me. She goes, what does Xbox do? I was like. She goes, what's the first Xbox called? I was like, well, the first Xbox is called the Xbox. And she goes, okay, what's the next one called? I was like, the Xbox 360. And she goes, what? <laughs> and, and she goes, well, what's the next one called? I'm like, the next one's called the Xbox One X. And she goes, or no, the Xbox One. And she goes, what? I was like, that's why we call that one the X-Boner. <laughs> she goes, okay. And she goes, well, doesn't that get confusing for the first Xbox? I'm like, yeah. So people have to call that the OG Xbox. <laughs> My wife, who knows nothing about video games, is that's that that's that little like, par- like variable party outside looking at everything. She's like, even she says that's fucking stupid. Did you explain <laughs> Xbox Sex? I did. I, she goes well. I, she goes well. Well, the PlayStation Five is the new one. What's the Microsoft's first one? I said it's called the Xbox Series X, and she goes, "Wait a minute." I said, "Yes, the Xbox Sex." And she goes, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, whew. anyway, normally Sony has their ducks in a row by February 
the year of its release and follows up with mass production during the spring. But this time it's not the case. In 2013, the place, uh, the PS4 reportedly cost $381 to manufacture as per HIS market, netting Sony an $18 profit from each console. Judging by last generation's metrics and adjusting for inflation, we could be seeing the PS5 going for anywhere between $470 to $480 price range, maybe even rounding up to $500. More than likely, it will be at an even $499.99. I could see that. that's what... Like, the... Yeah directly like accounting for inflation we're looking at a $20 price increase uh mm-hmm. going to like 469.99 uh that's a really weird number and yeah it's weird depending on what microsoft does i can see them going to the $500 price range if they're trying to undercut them maybe going to 479.99 they might uh uh but that's a little weird because you know Sony's updated PlayStation 4 Pro is marked at 399.99 but you can find it on like Amazon and other websites for around 330. Mm-hmm. So somewhere around there. So I don't know, we'll see on that one. Uh, according to Macquarie Capital Damien Macquarie Capital. Okay, Macquarie Capital analyst Damien Thong and let me, I have to read this because you wrote this into the notes as well. Deadass, that's his name. <laughs> uh, according to him or them, I don't know who that person is, consum- consumers will benchmark their expectations based on the PS4 Pro and PS4. If Sony prices above that, it would likely be to balance a need to offset higher materials cost against risk to demand. The company's biggest headache is ensuring the reliable supply of the DRAM and the NAND flash memory, with both in high demand as smartphones gear up for the fifth-gen devices. Samsung announced the Galaxy S20. Is that right? Yeah. Have you seen that fucking phone? Are we just skipping numbers? Have you seen that fucking (laughs) phone? Yeah, they they skipped 10. That phone is fucking beastly. Is it really? Is it like a PC in your hand? It has 16 gigs of RAM. A phone has 16 gigs of RAM. Why? Fucking why? <laughs> why? Fucking why? It's for Google Stadia. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> why? Uh, there is no fucking reason. Like the 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 best iPhone doesn't have a fucking like maybe 12 gigs of RAM. Their base model, Samsung's base model for the the S20, is fucking 12 gigs of RAM. This is like a $1,300 phone. Their Ultra is 16 gigs of RAM. That's fucking stupid. And It's coming out in 2020. If you're wondering why why we're talking about smartphones in the middle of talking about the PS5, it's because they get their gear, their tech, from the same developers. So as the price increases for these smartphones cuz they're using M2 uh memories and they're using this this fucking new DRAM the the prices are going to go up because there's going to be a higher demand and you know for example Foxconn or whatever manufacturer is going to be trying to manufacture for both your smartphone company and also your console and dealing with the coronavirus and also dealing with the coronavirus <laughs> So there's just a whole bunch of fuck shit going on. There is. And it's, 
It should be noted that the video game manufacturers often skate around breaking even. Sony made meager profits off the PlayStation 4, while most 7th gen consoles were sold at a loss. The companies in turn make their money back from the first party sales and the subscription costs. Uh, it's true. I've never really seen people, uh, companies make the money off of their systems. So, uh, But in other news, it turns out that the PS5 leak of the V-shaped design could be legit. And in a Reddit post, a user on the Japanese PlayStation Store was able to see the logo for the PlayStation 5 before it was taken down. But it's Reddit, so you know how that can be. Take it with a grain of salt. But I hope. I love the fucking stupid design. It's, it's, it's so fucking stupid. It's, it's so it's fucking stupid. I love it. I, I love stupid-ass fucking design consoles. So there's Because it makes them look different. There's two designs that I've seen for this there is one leak where it makes it look like the the PlayStation 5 is like an X shape. So you'll have one half going one way and then on the other side another yeah. half going the other way. I definitely don't think that's what it is, but if those leaks are true, then that dev kit is legit what we're going to get, which is fucking weird. And what makes me mad is that on the leak screen when they show the little console emblem, they have it in my eyes upside down. Because if you flip it right side up, it looks like a V. Mm, yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, it's also the first time that like development consoles look alike the the original console because Sony usually has like a big fucking VCR and like, hey, this is the PS3. Jesus, you see the PlayStation Two? Yeah, <laughs> that's like a mega. It's like three PlayStation Twos put together. I want it. <laughs> I want it. I don't give a shit about that PlayStation 3. That shit looks like a, a legit fucking uh, old-ass DVD player. Yeah. That th- and that thing is huge. That thing is so it's big. long. It's not even wide. It's just it's a long. a long boy. We saw a lot of dev kits at MAGFest, and we saw how they can be. Yeah, that shit is fucking dumb. I, I'll fucking kill for that fucking uh, intelligent systems capture card thing. Oh, yeah. yeah Yo, yeah. that thing is like $3,000. Thing is stupid. Yeah. Step up your stupid, stupid ass game, son. <laughs> yeah, and those those RGB televisions, like those those Sony ones, they're like eighteen hundred dollars. That's just fucking dumb. Anyway, that's the news. That's the news. We, Our week, we, Chris's week, took forever. So <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I did shit. You played Monster Hunter. Yeah, I did. Forty hours. Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Get on my level. <laughs> that's not even like you think that's you're like, oh, that's a lot. I watch a, a Twitch streamer called Ra- uh, Ramez. Ramez. Ramirez. I don't know how to say it right. No, it's R-A-M-E-Z. Uh, but that motherfucker has like 4,000 hours in both games on both systems put together. Yeah, dude. That dude does a weekly. He does eight-hour streams every day and then a weekly 24-hour stream for Monster Hunter. Fuck that. That man does not sleep. Like he has to be that making motherfucker, money. I looked, I looked Friday, and he had thirteen hundred subs. I looked earlier; he has twenty three hundred subs. He got a thousand subs within three days. Yeah, bro. That has to be that motherfucker puts. That has to be like one of those Twitch, you know, everyone gets a sub type thing. No, no one, no one like big. Came, it wasn't like Subway came in and, or Coke came in and gave like a bunch of subs. People just went sub crazy. I've seen people gift like there's I was watching what was it Andy Cortez last night 
and this one guy he gifts subs and he's been gifting and it it keeps a tally of how many that specific person has gifted to other people he was up to 222 wow that's $5 a sub it's crazy that's man that's nuts fucking i was watching pat stares at maybe a couple of weeks ago and he got oh yeah he changed his brand yeah. and he got like a shit ton of subs i think he i think he got like 300 subs just in one fucking sitting that's yeah. fucking dumb. Caleb Hart, uh, Caleb Hart, the Mega Man X and Final Fantasy VII speedrunner, yeah. uh, he's got like almost four thousand. That's insane. I added it up after I. I <laughs> this is how fucking crazy I am in my downtime. I added up how much he makes a month, multiplied that by eighteen percent to take out for taxes. Even though they, that's what you should take out, but Twitch doesn't take out taxes, mm-hmm. so you have to take out your own taxes. Otherwise, you get fucked. Yeah. That dude's bringing home ninety grand a year. That's insane. Yes. That's fucking dumb. He lives in Illinois. His house is paid off and he's younger than me. Yep. Get mad. No, that guy's really good at speedrunning video games. And he does 24-hour streams, too. Nah. I, I, I'm too old for that shit. Way too old. I don't think we are, though. I just don't think... That's our excuse because we don't want to do them. No, 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 no. <laughs> I spent five years standing duty at least once to twice a month just being up 24 hours. I'm done. I don't want it. I don't want to know. I, I did my time, and I and I did my time. We couldn't even do. We did it at the Dreamcast marathon. That's the only time we could do it is once a once year. Once a year, the Dreamless Dreamcast marathon. Holy fuck! Well, we got it this year. We're actually going to get more sleep, and we don't have to go to the Monroeville Mall really? and all this other shit. Are we going to get more sleep? Uh, I'm sorry that the tech wasn't working right, and we were at Scotty's till two a.m. And then the marathon started at seven. That's true. That's true. I forgot. About we're going to get this. We're going to. Yeah. Whatever. What's the question? I know Scotty's got five. Yeah, of them. Always five of them. Okay. So, uh, Scotty Moe, question one. Did you name your teams in Marvel vs. Capcom 2? My name, my main team was Iceman, Blackheart, and BB Hood. I dubbed them cover the screen because that was my fail safe special. No, I didn't really. I never really named them teams or anything like that who is your team i just picked i i didn't in marvel vs capcom 2 when i was younger i didn't play it a lot when i was younger but whenever i did start playing i liked i picked characters i liked so i would pick mega man i would pick uh i liked wolverine i liked gambit you know a bunch of characters that don't synergize well together yeah no so. I, I feel you on that i i did the same thing like i want to start getting serious into marvel vs capcom 2 uh, I've been playing. A, I've been watching a lot of Marvel vs. Capcom two say, gameplay lately. You're about ten years too late. Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> it's just, just, just to just to be able to say, hey, I play this and I can do this. But I called my team the Bargain Bin Anime. Uh, Jin, I have my my Gundam ripoff Jin. Yeah. Uh, I have my shitty swordsman Hayate and my discount Naruto Strider Hiryu. You just which plays you play Doom. Storm and Sentinel. <laughs> like uh Sentinel is still like one of the Some people swap out Doom for like Cable. And then there was that one guy that swapped off Cable for fucking uh what was his name? Captain Commando. He's like the only person oh, yeah. to be able to Cy- do it. Cyclops is really good in that game. Cyclops is alright. If Justin Wong, if Justin Wong's playing him. Yeah. That's just fucking dope. Uh question two. Favorite Saturday morning cartoon and should it be brought back? So I was thinking about this Saturday morning cartoon. I can't really 
I mean, I, I the first thing I think of was like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I remember watching that. Uh, Power Rangers. I watched those. I watched a lot of Nickelodeon stuff. Okay. They didn't really have like specific like Saturday morning cartoons. It was just like a. You didn't have like a, a WB or a Channel Eleven, Channel Nine, Channel Five, like Fox Five. I didn't really watch those that much. No, I didn't really watch those. Uh, it got to a point where like Toonami was on on Saturday mornings. It was called The Rising Sun. Yeah. So I would that watch was really like, early Dragon Ball Z and stuff. It was like, it was like eight o'clock, nine o'clock on a Saturday. That was sleeping day for me. Like even as because I was up all night playing a video game that I got for Blockbuster. Oh yeah, that's right. So I was up until I was up until midnight, one o'clock in the morning. And I would sleep until eleven in the next day, and then just play video games all day. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, I, I mean, I, I just, I just thinking about all the cartoons I would watch. Saturday morning cartoons, though, like I can't really think of any specifics. I just think of Beast Wars, but those just came out every morning, like super early before I went to school. So when Beast Wars would come out, a new episode would come out on Saturday. But every single morning that week, they'd always have they would always have reruns. Um, yeah. So for me, I'd like to see the Saturday morning Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon make a comeback. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was that was a good. serious one. That right? was a serious one. That was the serious one. Okay. Uh, at least in my area, it was Saturday morning. All right. So the way that it would be it was like. At 7 a.m., it would be Sonic, and then 7.30, it would be, like, The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, where it's a stupid one, and I hated it. Oh, the one with, yeah, the cart- super cartoon. Uh, other ones that would be cool, yeah. I'd like to see an updated Hysteria, because that show was fucking hilarious. I don't remember what that show uh, was. It was a cartoon about history, but it was done by the people who made Animaniacs. Oh, okay. It's pretty good. I like Animaniacs. His, I like the Animaniacs. Yeah. Hysteria is pretty good. Uh, also, J- oh, I wish Ti- I wish Tiny Toons would come back. I love Tiny. Tiny Toons is all right. Uh, Jackie Chan Adventures. I'd kill for another season. <laughs> I'd fucking kill for another season. That shit. That shit was fucking great. Of course, of course. Uh, and Static Shock. I like Static Shock. The Static Shock was pretty good. Uh, oh, these are all like I looked up twenty top twenty Saturday morning cartoons. These are like from like the fifties and shit. Okay, they don't count. Like I'm talking like it, the Flintstones, yeah, no, Pink Panthers. I still watch Tom and Jerry to this day. Tom and Jerry. There are some Tom and Jerry episodes that will just fucking make me crack up laughing so hard because the way they do some of the skits. I, I don't. I'm I'm not a big Tom and Jerry fan. Like some of them are okay. Like any time where it's it's usually something where the main character is not the central character. So like when Jerry's cousin from out of town, the 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 big <laughs> tough the, the tough one comes in. He's like from the fucking yeah. hood. He's got that long that long shirt that he wears. Yeah, and, and the bold uh the bold. Yeah, and he just beats the shit out of fucking Tom. That shit's great. Uh, or when his uncle shows up and he's got that big old mustache and the giant ten gallon hat. <laughs> That yeah. shit's good. I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. Too, that shit's so. good. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, like Saturday morning cartoons. It's just I don't think of. I just watch cartoons all the time, mm-hmm. so I can't specifically. And a lot of the cartoons I watched on Saturday, they just came on on other days as well. Speaking of cartoons, a lot of spun. Speaking of cartoons, that fucking new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon is fucking dope. So it's animated great. I don't really like the voices that much. Okay. But it's animated beautifully. Yeah, like that's it's triggered levels. That's of studio beauty. fucking trigger. 
Like first episode yeah. season two, that shit was insane. Oh, the fight with Shredder. Yeah, yeah. that shit was because so Shredder's dope. like a fucking animal. Yeah, he's like a fucking demon. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, question three: The Disney Afternoon Collection had a good assortment of games, though not any variety. Yep. To capture a part of the '90s, which cartoon collection would you put together? So I didn't really understand this question all that much because I don't know what the Disney Afternoon Collection was. So I don't know. That was uh, that was Chip and Dale, DuckTales, Darkwing Duck, and Tailspin. Okay. The NES games. Okay. So are, are, is he saying like which cartoon collection to make games out of or what collection of shows would you like put together? So I'll go first and I can see if you can like find one from – figure out the theme that I'm going with. Sure. I would put together a WB one. Sure. A Warner Brothers, where you could have a bunch of the Tiny Toons games with the Animaniacs games. Uh, so you had, let's say, so just thinking on Super Nintendo for WB style games like that, you would have Animaniacs, you would have Tiny Toons uh, Buster Bust Out, you'd have Tiny Toons Wacky Race or uh, Wacky Sports, something like that. Uh, you could do a collection like that of a bunch of those games. Okay, so what I wrote down is not that because I don't. I think like save one, maybe two series has a video game. One of them is super mm-hmm. obvious. Uh, this would be like my my what if, you know? And I called it like the the right. discount garbage found on UPN nine because we didn't get real cable, so we had this stupid channel called UPN where it's like. No, no, no. We had UPN as well. Okay, yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. They had Space Strikers. Uh, Tekamin Blade, Bureau of Alien Detectors, Mummies Alive. Uh, oh God, Mummies yeah, Alive. Yeah, that shit was, that's like garbage gargoyles. Mummies Alive. <laughs> uh, reboot and Mega Man, because Mega Man was on UPN 9. So was Dragon oh, Ball uh, Z in Spanish for some fucking reason. Okay, yeah, you, your UPN is way different than what my, my UPN was the Urban Station. Yeah, same thing. We didn't. I, the only cartoon that was on UPN was The Simpsons for us. Okay. Like that's the only thing I remember watching on UPN was The Simpsons would come on at like five, from five to six. It was like old reruns mm-hmm. and shit like that. Uh, I don't remember a lot of the cartoons from UPN. Fucking Mega Man. Uh, no, we had Kids WB. That was like yeah. Pokemon in the morning and all that shit. Cubics. Uh, yeah, what was the station that our Beast Wars came on? Because I remember it would be Beast Wars, and then Pepper Ann came on after that. I remember that fucking so show. So that was UPN for us. Like, they also had that was show. Was that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I still remember that fucking Pepper Ann song. I didn't even like the show. It, I just remember I, I remember when Pepper Ann came on, I was late for school, because that was 8 o'clock. Right. So for us, like, the way that the the show would run is that all your cartoons would be in the morning with all these stupid no-name cartoons and then soul train would start at like 12 o'clock go into the marvins go into the wayne brothers martin martin yep yep all that too uh what was the one brandy she had a show and living color was on nickelodeon i think that's where jim carrey was Jim Carrey was got his start was in in Living Color. Really? Yeah, uh, Fireman, not Fireman, Fire something, Fire Marshal Steve. I didn't. Yeah, know that's where that. Jim Carrey. Wow. Yeah, man. Uh, 
but no. Yeah, that's about it. Like, I guess we were just thinking of, like, collections that you would put together. So, yeah, I'd put that. Animaniacs, I still, I think that game still holds up. Like, I like that game. It's fine. There's hard, definitely hard fucking parts in it. But. Yeah, I can't really think of anything outside of what would be on WB and, like, the X-Men, any Marvel thing. And there was, oh, yeah. there was plenty yeah. of Marvel on UPN. Like, they would always go through, like, these three-month phases, which they would swap out the, the cartoons. So. Like UPN had yeah, reboot wasn't on UPN for us. Re- reboot was on Toonami. Reboot was on UPN. So was Sonic Underground. Ugh. Oh, I remember. Yeah, the you remember the Kirby cartoon? Yeah. So that was on Four Kids. That was originally on yeah. Fox Five, and then Fox Five got they syndicated Four Kids, and then the mm. an, some of the anime got pulled off of fucking WB to go on Four Kids. One Piece. One Piece. One Piece was heavily censored. And Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, One Piece. They Sanji's cigarette was replaced with a lollipop. Yes, I do recall that. Yep. There's there's yep. some other stupid shit like they censored out the gun. Well, they censored out the gun yeah, in One the- Piece, but they also censored it out in uh, Sonic. Um. There was a Pokemon episode where Ash got a gun drawn on him. <laughs> I don't think that that was four kids. I think that was just. You know, no, that's one of the that's one of the band episodes yeah. from the original show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's uh, I don't know if you remember playing the game, but when you get to Fuchsia City, you go and meet the warden, mm-hmm. uh, and he's uh, he just pulls a gun on Ash, so like puts. It I his saw head. that <laughs> episode played in the United States before, like I saw the Big Booby James episode. too. I didn't see that one. I I saw the one where that's he had the gun drawn on him. I haven't seen Big Titty James, and I also haven't seen... He's just moving them titties, yeah. too. <laughs> I also hadn't seen... The Porygon episode never yeah, the, played over here, I don't either. think. That was the seizure episode. Yep. I did see the Jinx episode, though. I saw the edited Jinx. I saw the blackface Jinx. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's. I mean, that's the same thing what happened with Oil Man in Mega Man, uh, the remake of Mega Man 1 mm-hmm. on the PSP. Yeah. They made him purple. They just recently Racism. did something like that. <laughs> like it was a character all all black, big red lips, just throwing it under the radar. Is like Mr. it was Popo. Is Mr. Popo still black in like the no, new he's, like I, super and shit? I haven't watched in a while, but I would be really surprised he, if he or was. Did they make him purple? If he wasn't like purple or some shit like that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, question four: favorite '90s commercial. There's so many. So I'm not – I'm going to say one commercial, uh, but it's really a theme. In the 90s, there was always like this gritty cyberpunk feel with some of the – so have you ever seen the Sonic R commercial? Sonic R commercial has nothing to do with Sonic R. So it's two guys. I I recently, I've seen, I've seen one yeah, of there's, them. Yeah, there's these two guys. It's the American Sonic R commercial. There's these two guys riding this, like, emotion, uh, not emotional, invisible scooter. And they're flying through, like, this empty apartment building. And the first dude has, like, spike chains and, like, has, like, these big, giant goggles on and shit like that. Where the, oh, my God, jacket. I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Hold on, I got to pull this up because this is probably going to be a clip. <laughs> so, like, that entire aesthetic was the 90s for me. Like, that's what I think of when the 90s. It's that... Why is this... Why is this a commercial for Sonic yeah. R? Yeah, it has nothing to do... Like, when you think about Sonic R and the music that plays in that game, K-1000, 
can you feel the sunshine and then you think back to that fucking commercial no has nothing to do with anything this doesn't have sonic in it until the very end the, end. the very fucking end that's weird that's what i'm gonna do you know lawrence has that on his stream he has like this whole all these fucking commercials that he's just downloaded Every commercial from the 90s, the 2000s, all that shit. And he just plays them on his channel. Friday nights for subscribers, he just plays all of those commercials nonstop. Because he has terabytes full of them. That's insane. I want to do that. <laughs> I've done it with the Tsunami bumpers. Yeah, that, that's cool. I'm going to start doing that shit. Uh, I always remember the Capri Sun commercials. Where they melt down into like the metal. Oh, yeah, 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 that. The Gushers commercials mm. where their heads would turn into the different uh, fruits whenever they put a gusher in their mouth. Okay, yeah. You know, I remember, remember that? that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. Ah, that's. Fuck. I'm going to start. Hold on. I'm gonna just going to look up <laughs> 90s commercials now. Uh, yeah, am I safe to go to question five? Oh, yeah, okay. you uh, favorite toy as a kid that you look back on and wonder what the fuck was I thinking? Toy? Toy. Probably any of the super soakers that were like the cannons. I remember. So we were, I did, when I was growing up, I did, my grandmother, I would stay with my grandma a lot on Saturday or Friday nights and we would go yard sailing in the mornings. And uh, I found this huge ass fucking super soaker so big that it had a strap on it. Because it went around your neck so it could hold... It was huge. It was like the gun that Jesse Ventura uses in Predator. Like that size of a fucking gun. It was a water gun. Okay. And I don't know why I had... I shot so many people in the eye with that thing <laughs> that I'm pretty sure some kids went blind. Like, it was ridiculous. The children should not have those kind of guns. Like those kind of water guns, man. Uh... So that's one of mine. So I didn't have much as a kid, but I'm going to say like two or three things. One, um, I, I'm not even going to say that it's like a what the fuck was I thinking, but they need to bring it back. Those Digimon electronic toys, they were kind of like Tamagotchis, but if you link them together at the head, they fight. Oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, what the fuck was I thinking? They used to sell M80s to us like real young. And we just like a little fireworks. Yeah, and we just throw M80s yeah. at people's houses. Yeah, and then the windows would yeah. blow out. It's crazy up in Long Island. It's just some stupid <laughs> shit. I forgot one of the commercials I remember, and they still use it to this day. Uh, you know the M and M's Christmas commercial? Yeah, where the two M and M's walk in on Santa Claus. They still use that to this day. Oh, and the uh, the Hershey Kisses. The one where it's got all the kids, it goes din 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 din. Oh dun, yeah, yeah, dun. yeah. They still use that classic. shit. Classic. It's a classic. Yes. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Super soakers. I guess that's. I got my aunt got me a blow dart gun. From so my aunt and uncle used to go to the hunting and game show over in Memphis every year, and she just bought me a blow dart like thing with actual fucking darts. For my birthday, I was like eleven. Be adopted by your aunt and uncle. That's fucking no, you don't. badass. No, you don't. <laughs> but, yeah, I remember having it until I was a high, a high schooler because we had my window open in my bedroom, and our one buddy was, like, out in the yard doing something. Like, it was late at night, and he was 
Yeah, my other buddy grabs it and just starts shooting, shoots him right in the back. I was like, dude, those are like real things. And he's like, yeah, fucking whatever. Yeah, I lost all the darts after that night. But yeah, he was like, ah, oh, you got me in the fucking, like, between the shoulder blades. I was like, you probably shouldn't do that because those hurt. He's like, fuck you. Yeah, I, yeah, I threw, the, I got rid of that thing because then it was like evidence. <laughs> Dude, I live in the South, man. <laughs> that shit's great. Uh, the BK commercials were really good too. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Uh, Mr. Haru, uh, despite the current issues with the Switch, I don't see Nintendo dropping support soon. However, because every single system is drastically different, I don't see how they can ever go back to sticking to a home console, uh, home only console. With the Switch Lite, they have zeroed in on a marketplace item that replaces the 3DS entirely, and with its original Switch, have created something that will be hard to go away from. Traditional consoles going forward from Nintendo, in my honest opinion, simply won't have the same explosive success unless they are simply upgraded Super Nintendo Switches. My question is, do you think that they will actually leave this as its own unique system of being console and handheld hybrid? From a logistics standpoint, I don't see why they would ever get rid of what the Switch does. My standpoint. Uh, I think it's highly unlikely. They've kind of... Oh, I get what you're saying. I get what he's saying yeah. now. Okay. Uh, I think that they... The market that they've zeroed in on is... Un, like, no one else is doing it. And they're taking full advantage yeah. of it. Yeah. We're in an age where... Everything is trying to connect to, like, everyone's trying to connect to something else. So, most recently, there was uh, reports that, you know, the PlayStation Vita was back in the news. Because PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 would have, like, support for Mm -hmm. the PlayStation Vita. In addition to the Nintendo Switch. So, the Nintendo Switch, you know, while it is a home handheld uh, console, um, it can be really treated as a tablet. More or less. I mean, there's really... The only other thing that I can think think Nintendo of doing is really capitalizing on the mobile market moving forward. Um, They really have something special. And they've outright said, we don't really consider Sony and Microsoft competitors anymore. So... Yeah, they're in in like their own like category, if that makes sense. It's weird because, like, they're not, like, in the pro gamer category at all. I mean, whatever they're you ca- like, classify pro gamer is. I, I just feel like they're more on the casual side, the casual gamer, which that is a – a, it makes up a lot of gamers. Like, a lot of people are like, I don't want to be a pro gamer. Like, I'm tired. I don't want to be, like, killed in, like, Call of Duty over and over again. I just want to play, like, an easy game. I just want to play Mario. I just want to play Zelda or something like that. I think that's really, like, an impact when – you're thinking about the type of first-party games that they come out to, with, but as far as hardware is concerned, um, they found a really good middle ground that I don't see any reason not to continue. Like they can continuously upgrade that hardware until they think of a better way of distributing their games. I think eventually we'll get to the point, and we're not going to see it probably for like another 10, 15 years where software developers are saying like hey we released this game it's for 
all platforms. When I say all platforms, I'm talking about the Stadia route. So you have it on your phone, you have it on your console, you have it on mm-hmm. your PC, you have it on your fucking tablet, you have it on whatever way that you want to have it. The, the idea of having a home console has to mean more at this point, you know? I'm looking at it too, like what... So we see this now, and we and I'm just thinking because Nintendo always does like weird shit, mm-hmm. right? Their consoles are usually besides like the Wii and the Wii U and the Sw- I would say not even so much the Wii, it's the Wii U and the Switch. They're kind of like okay, these are you can see that the Wii the Switch is what the Wii U wanted to be, but besides it looking at those, all those systems are like totally different, and they did different things. So what I'm thinking about is what's the what's the next thing that Nintendo can do. That they can be like, hey, we would like, because they have like a, a home console slash portable console now. That's what this is. That's what the Switch is. Where are they going to go from here? I think that if you look at the designs of those consoles in general, um, portability was always like a major factor. Not the end state, but like a major factor. So when you look at the design of the GameCube, uh, it's got that. I mean, it has it's a got handle that on carrying it. <laughs> handle, and there there was a video, and I wish I can remember which video it was. Um, it might even be like the Switch reveal, where the head of R and D was talking about how uh, portability was always a major factor when coming up with our our console designs. Mm-hmm. So you right. had the handle on the game on the GameCube. You had the the Wii U being a tiny machine that you can just put in your bag and go on the go. The Wii U had the, the tablet and it was all culminating to what the switch is. So I think it was intentional in the long run. And I think that they're just going to continue this cycle moving forward that, you know, the next, you know, switch two that we see is also going to be a portable device, uh, some sort or, yeah. You know, maybe they'll start coming out with their own tablet or they start coming out just making games on mobile. Maybe they take the Stadia route and then they after that, they just release peripherals for their stupid, quirky bullshit that they came out with. <laughs> uh, that's the way that I see it. Um, we really don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's Nintendo has always been the wild card. That's that's just because when I first saw the switch, I was like, what the fuck is that? And I wasn't really impressed with the switch at first. And then, like, I kind of dawned on me. I was like, oh, wait, no, this thing is a lot cooler than I thought it was mm-hmm. going to be. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, no, I, 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 don't I agree with gonna... you, Haru. It's it's uh, I don't want to say that they've painted themselves or positioned themselves in a corner because that corner has a lot of fucking money in it. Well, it's not even a wait and see thing. It's it is what it is. What I'm really curious to know is what is Sony and Microsoft going to do from this point on, because I don't know if they're you know they've also like been expected to be the high end big boy console uh, manufacturers, and they both say that they're coming out with support to play their games on Nintendo Switch. We heard it way back in the day with you know, the whole Fortnite fiasco and that you can play certain games from Xbox Live where they were planning on, oh, 
they were planning on having Project X Cloud be compatible with the Nintendo Switch, and now just recently part of their uh, um, ecosystem that Sony was talking about also support on Nintendo Switch. So I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's it's nice to see the man. Vita get some love, but as I say, I. Between the 3DS and the Vita, the Vita was a superior console. Here we go. It was superior in every way. Graphics, graphics wise, all that shit. But it just not did not get the support. It didn't get the games it needed. All that shit. You shut your goddamn mouth. I'll talk about the Vita all goddamn day if I want to. Look, get off your phone. <laughs> look, it's don't blame Sony. Blame the United States because there is a lot of good games. For the Vita. I wasn't blaming Sony, but yeah. Like. Oh, I mean, like, yeah, you blame Sony, but I blame, like, North American Sony. Like, whoever was in charge about sending games over to the U.S., fuck that guy. Because he's the reason why it failed. Yeah, we didn't get a lot of good things. but Anyway, yeah, that that's it. it. What are you doing this week? Streaming. Streaming a lot more again. Streaming more. Playing more Monster Hunter. I got I got that itch, man. Uh, probably gonna be streaming some more Final Fa- F Zero GX. There you go. And uh, picking up the picking up the Bayo and the Vanquish Duel uh, Steelbook. We're gonna be getting that one. I need to get the Yakuza. Get Grand Blue when it comes out. I gotta get Doom Eternal. All that shit. I got it back. I still haven't backed Wonderful One Hundred One yet. Which, by the way, yeah, where is that at? Is at- I think we're at 1,650,000. Oh, wait, no. Hold on. It's got to do the conversion. Uh, 1,660,000. Nice. And it has 18 days to go. Jesus. That's stupid. Yep. <laughs> it, it'll hit 175. Yeah. It'll hit it by the end. It might hit 2 million. A lot of, like, in those last couple days, that's when the it Kickstarters are always super busy in the beginning and super busy at the mm-hmm. end. So. But I gotta, I'll back that too. So, uh, besides that, gotta go see the Sonic movie. I'm gonna go see that. If I don't see it this week, I'll see it next week. I'll be in Austin next week. So, but yeah, that's all I got going on. Stream, 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 streams. Gotta keep streaming. Yep. People aren't gonna watch if they can't see you when you're streaming. Uh, I, I got a feature to write. I've got a focus to write for an interview. I'm doing that tomorrow. And I got a review. I got a review. I might, I might do depending on the work of the other two. But that's that's my plan. A lot more b- and Grand Blue and Grand Blue, <laughs> Grand Blue and Resident Evil Two. Those those are my two things I'm focusing on. Oh yeah, I'm a I'm gonna try and, I'm gonna try and squeeze some Resident Evil Two in somewhere. Yep. So, so. well, that's all I got. That's all I got. Get the fuck out. Bye. What about now? It's time to rock with the bigger debug. Bumble. What about now? It's time to rock with the bigger debug. Bumble. Bump to the bump to the bump to the base. Bump to the bump to the bumble. Bump to the bump to the bump to the base. Bump to the bump to the bumble. Bump to the bump to the bump to the base. Bump to the bump to the bumble. Bump to the bump to the bump to the base. Bump to the bump to the bumble. Bump to the boot to the boot to the boot boot. Bump to the base to the base base base. Bump to the boot to the boot to the boot boot. Bump to the base to the base.